Welcome back, everyone. This is Clash. The Sibling Rivalry Podcast. I am your host, Night Hoot. And with me, as always, is... Shit boy, Tiz. Big Tiz. Tiz didn't, Tiz didn't let any vagrants into the foyer this week, so we are back to our <laughs> original show. <laughs> no, I'm I, just I didn't leave the door unlocked. <laughs> Uh, I, once again, I just want to say thank you again, uh, Mark and Vic, for joining us last week. Uh, please, uh, guys, if you have not listened to that episode, please do so. Please check out the Etc. podcast. Uh, really cool, guys. We were really thankful to have them on there, on on here with us. Sorry. It was a good show. And go check out, yeah. I just want to say, go check out their, their channel as well, because they, um, we also appeared on their show, and they also do yeah. um, pretty dope content as well, so definitely go support them. Yeah, so if you want us to do more collabs, you know, hit us up. You can email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com, and you can tweet at us at srclash underscore pod. This week, my hot, warm corpse is brought to you by Sudafed. Uh, this is not sponsored, uh, but I'm just letting you guys know that I'm sick. And so if you hear me making death noises, Wait, it's... it's not the Delta, right? Are you good? I, I, I don't think this is COVID. This okay. feels like a good old fashion sinus infection oh, okay, um, okay. that i have not had since prior to entering quarantine right. and you know what's funny so this is what i think happened because i just want to lay this out for people who because some people are just and i'm one of those people so that's why i'm like i feel like i need to say this is like ever since covid it's like if you get any kind of sickness now everyone thinks it's COVID. oh yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> and so that was my fear of getting any kind of head cold or sneezing you didn't want to cough that in wasn't. public <laughs> yeah like i never <laughs> want to cough or sneeze in public because i'm like i don't want people to think it's it's all covid the entire um, room but yeah turns i still and looks at you i still have my sense of taste i still have my sense of smell yeah. um and I think this was like we had a day um, of uh, drinking, and mm. so a friend ran to like six liquor stores looking for a very specific drink. Oh my god! And I ha- I have a feeling that gauntlet of liquor stores is what Beacon made us all sick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh Jesus! Everybody's sick. Well, yeah, it's like nobody, we haven't left the house, you know, in like a year and a half, at least not yeah. for like extended periods of time. Right. Right. You know. So I think going to like six liquor stores Touching in one day was just too much. <laughs> it was like too much for like the system bacteria shot. gate. Yeah, um, yeah, and and you guys would know this about me because this is not something I ever talk about. But like I rarely get like head colds yeah. or uh, flus or anything like that. Like I usually get, I would get like one sinus infection a year. I mm. would know exactly when it was coming because mm. it would come at the same time, like this time every year. Right. And uh, I would get my two medications that I take while I'm on it. I would write it out and be done. Um, so, but I didn't get it for like the last two years. So this was like completely unexpected. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm just thinking that for any of you that were in the same situation as me, that like maybe you've stayed home and that's probably the reason you haven't gotten sick mm-hmm. <laughs> you might want to go out and just kind of break that gate uh so that you uh you know your immune system like actually has something to fight right you don't sound bad though at all thank like, you, you don't sound i'm taking uh i was fighting it because i saw it coming so i was trying to fight it off prior right. so i feel like that's helping and then yeah. um also too like i'm like i said a lot of medication right right <laughs> so right i saved it prior to like right before the podcast that and caffeine um 
it's probably but yeah so i say that to say because some people think that like if you just protect yourself from germs like you need a little bit of germs okay and i'm saying that as the kid that like i was allowed to go outside and get sick and like and i had like a pretty good immune system growing up because i was exposed to things so Mm. um you know maybe i and this is something i just didn't think about till now like maybe break that (laughs) maybe get a little sick to not get really sick later Yeah, yeah, yeah um I like to have a balance. I like to have a balance of going outside yet also staying away from you dingy, dusty people (laughs) that don't wash. Yeah, like I'm not saying don't go lick a door handle. Yeah, like don't (laughs) don't don't lick a door handle. You know, but I still want y'all maybe go to a please maybe go to a different grocery store than you normally go to. Get get some new germs because um, some germs are good for you yeah 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 absolutely but yeah um so that being said i need to address a mistake that was made last week what happened um, so i called out uh daniel for him calling out the movie oh. malignant <laughs> yeah. it was not daniel it was friend of the pod pete that's pete. funny I accused your brother because <laughs> I know your brother, <laughs> uh, but it was, it was Pete. Pete called malignant Courtney. So, uh, but yeah, I'm saying I'm still saying it's not. I'm still saying there. We've I've done since done some extended research on malignant, mm. and now that I have a little bit more backstory on how this movie was made, I'm leaning even harder into the levels of genius in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether or not the movie was intended <laughs> to turn out the way it did i still think it's a valuable a valuable piece of cinema right. that is worth watching nice. and that's all i'm going to say there and where where is this available on streaming or anything i can't remember um I malignant i believe is still available until october 10th on okay. hbo max HBO so max, if you have okay. hbo oh hbo max or you were planning on getting it uh you might want to get it before then and it's a uh, you said it's kind of horror ish right it's a horror movie it's okay. straight up being advertised as like a horror movie um and i would say it is honestly i would say it is okay i might i might actually so. check it out because um i have someone that we usually watch horror movies together i was hoping the person in your life would force you to watch this because i, I think you'll yeah. enjoy it like it's just honestly. That I'm, I'm the only one with hbo max uh-huh so like <laughs> oh that's <laughs> and i don't really open the app like that so i don't even know mm-hmm. it's on there most of the time so I need you to tell me when, when well, great stuff is on there. Cr- crack it. Crack that tome. Crack gotcha. that app. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, uh, I just wanted to get that out of the way uh, the top of the show this week since um, we wanted to, you know, give preference to our, our guests last week. Um, so with that being said, Tiz, would you like to kick us off on the weeks this week? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so I didn't really do too much of note. You know what I mean? I played kind of my my go-to games i didn't really um i don't think i really played or watched anything new um but i'll talk about um destiny first so i i hop back into um trials of osiris which is the like you can consider it like the the i guess the ultimate form of competitive um in that game um it's like the the thing with the highest rewards it's like the sweatiest um but it recently had a revamp which has been bringing a lot of attention back to it because for the whole life of this game it's kind of been considered this is like, destiny yeah destiny too sorry to interrupt just <clears throat> no problem. Sure. um but for the whole life of this game so far when it first came out it kind of took a different form than destiny one and everybody loved it in mm-hmm. destiny one and obviously you know how people don't like change so um it got really really bad just 
it just got really bad word of mouth and people were just uh, going hard on it on the internet. Um, and so they eventually took it out the game. They've tried reworking it since a couple different times, but it feels like it just never really stuck. There was always a huge, huge like cheating problem once they introduced like crossplay and PC and stuff. Um, so that's been a problem that that people have that have made it so people hadn't want to play. But they're kind of with this new version of it, they've kind of addressed pretty much every single issue. They've um, made it so you have to have the latest expansion to play it, so you can't just make a free account and start hacking. Um, so that like dramatically cut back down on the cheaters you see in games, um, which is amazing. Um, they finally introduced matchmaking to it, so it's never had matchmaking up until this point. It's a three-person activity, so you have to like either go on a website or have two other friends to play with. Um, mm-hmm. And they had this whole stupid philosophy for the longest time that matchmaking is going to ruin it because who's going to want to play with somebody that they can't communicate with or what if they don't use a mic? And ever since they first said it, I've always been like, yo, that is the dumbest logic ever. <laughs> like, why would you just cut just cut out completely a section of people who don't want to yeah, go like, on these websites you would think crap. you would think among us wouldn't work without voice chat right? and that game but people people love people that play game. it yeah with chat you exactly. know like, it works and it's so, just so it blew my mind yeah and it's just like they finally introduced it and guess what the most people ever are playing and loving this game mode because of it and it's just like duh like why did y'all why were y'all so stubborn about putting this mode into the game before i just don't get it um so i'm hoping they do that with raids next um because those still don't have matchmaking and i recently told um uh i don't know we had archie on here right yeah we had archie on here um friend of the show archie um that i'm quit i'm quit raids i'm not raiding anymore because lfg (laughs) is so it's nothing but like cavemen and like what is lfg uh, so LFG is for basically our listeners that might not know. LFG stands for looking for group. So it's just like uh-huh. any forum can act as an LFG, but Bungie has one on their website where you just uh, go on, you make an entry. Hey, I'm looking for a group to do this, and then people can join you. You can put your requirements. Hey, you you must have a mic. Hey, you must have whatever, whatever. Um, and so we would do that because raids require six people, and the only way to do it is to either know six people or to go on LFG. And every single time, I kid you not, me and him would go in an LFG group. We would be on like one encounter for like eight hours straight. I'm exaggerating a little. It'd be like four hours straight, just beating our heads against the wall because some doofus doesn't have hand-eye coordination. And the way Destiny designs their raids, one person can mess up everything for everybody. Mm -hmm. Just one single person not knowing what to do will mess up everything. It doesn't matter how good, how great the other five people are one person becomes the bottleneck you're only destiny raids are you are only as strong as the weakest link and i think that's dumb because they don't account for the fact that 90 percent of their player base doesn't have hand-eye coordination right so it's like you go on these lfgs with these randoms it starts off cool oh we mess up a couple times whatever we'll get back into it then it's the spongebob thing five hours later (laughs) and we're not even any closer and i'm just like the last time we did, I was like, bruh, I, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, it's not worth this <laughs> weapon. It's not worth doing the content even. Even though raids are some of the most fun content content ever, 
it's just like bro i'm not subjecting my sanity to this like i care more about my sanity than doing this like i would it's gonna make me hate this game game anymore yeah it's gonna make me hate this game and i'm just like i'll quit until they do something to address half of their community not having hand-eye coordination i quit i'm not doing raids anymore so um i haven't done raids since that point but say all that to say trials with matchmaking instead of using lfg is a million times better i'd rather just not talk to the guy um whoever the third is that joins us and you know sometimes we win sometimes we lose but it's never stressful because you can just start up a new game with a new partner every single time and it's just quick Mm -hmm. and it's and it's fluid and it just works so amazing so um shout out them for finally putting matchmaking into that i'm gonna probably play some more of that later today um and then uh the other game i want to talk more about is genshin so i've like full-on back into the addiction on this game like if i didn't emphasize it enough two weeks ago or whatever when i last talked about this <laughs> the game like that good i'm gonna tell don't you like this don't get me this. in because I'm, I'm, I'm on the big screen right now so I'm don't a, i'm gonna tell you like this as a person who hopped off you were probably like what adventure rank 20 something around there I, oh i was hop- deeper i want to say i was in the 30s okay you're in the 30s um yeah but you left before all the major like expansions and stuff hit right like the new areas when i left you had just started being able to go into other people's games and basically all you could do was like do the dailies with them okay essentially bad news co-op is still that like they don't want you to (laughs) they don't want you to play with your game with your friends (laughs) that's not why i come to genshin so that's cool but the the this game is so back heavy like the mm-hmm. the first 30 hours you could even call boring or dry or a slog or whatever but the way the cutscenes and the story ramps up and the content okay. and the puzzles and the locales and the, the features everything <laughs> I just, uh, my mind I think is blown my problem, i think my problem to you and i'm just saying this maybe for the audience because people maybe they've had the similar feeling but the only thing i think that's stopping me from going back is that i I know i'm not gonna get juiced with roles the way that they juiced me as a brand new player absolutely and i think that's the part is that like i'm so hungry for those crystals bro Mm -hmm. like i need those wishes to like keep me going and so if the wishes so like part of me is like if I sit back long enough, there's gonna be that that fat fill up when I when I come back in and they're like, "Welcome back, player. Here's all this crap. Here's this free shit for you Absolutely. for staying away for so long." Yeah. Um, and so it's like I need that like hit. I need mm-hmm. that junkie fix. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> to like keep keep me back in. So I think that's a little bit of it too. Is that I remember that frustration of just playing to get that one pre to get or to get that few hundred primo gym you know to get that one wish so but anyway keep going because i I still i'm still excited to hear about this (laughs) i still like i'm like yeah 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 what else what else (laughs) no the game literally becomes a shonen anime and when i tell you the the animations in the in the cutscenes that they have are nuts everything is voiced acted there's so much story in the game now like every character has a story character design Every yeah. every one of those characters has their own personal quest line storyline mm-hmm. you can go through. Um, that's, so that's one of the one things thing. I enjoyed about Genshin is like, um, even with the free characters that would show up, you know, it's like okay, you got to play through their storyline to get this character. I didn't yeah. mind because they're yeah. usually pretty engaging and it's pretty fun. And um, it's like, and the, oh, sorry, good. No, I was just saying the characters are designed well enough that like you know you get into it for you that little them. bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like um. 
it's like I'm actually into the story now, like which I would never mm-hmm. thought I would say about a gotcha game. Like I care about finding my sister. I'm like, yo, what is like? Because they just <laughs> dropped a bombshell in a cutscene that I okay. just got to, and I'm like, yo, what is going on now? Like this flipped everything upside down that I thought this game was. Like it's kind of intense. I'm like, I actually came from a little different perspective of just like I was like, this is one of those games where like your the main character is like the least interesting character right (laughs) where you're just like i almost forgot that like my character is a character in the game story-wise like i feel like i'm like my character is just a lens for me to experience this world through because um when you get that party accessibility like the first thing you do is level up all the cool elemental people and forget about your Your main character character. absolutely yeah (laughs) because there was always i'd always have to go back and like mm, excuse me i always have to go back and level up my uh base character character. to be able to do something story-wise because i had (laughs) forgotten about them completely so his like ability wise and stuff like you do so they introduced a new electric area so now he gets electric Mm -hmm. abilities oh dope but his abilities aren't aren't that interesting and one thing that's weird about the main character is that he has a voice actor and certain cutscenes he'll talk and he talks in certain voice snippets in the menu but for whatever reason he's the one character that they don't voice act for in most of the cutscenes which i because he has a voice and a voice actor so it's like this weird thing where it's like y'all should have just leaned into who this character was instead of trying to make it me as the character mm-hmm. and sometimes mm-hmm. make him voice acted so it's like a weird thing with him kind of um yes but one other thing that I noted noticed recently that I don't think I really paid much attention to is they have a stacked cast of both anime or both yeah. Japanese and English anime voice actors from all of the famous shows. And I was just sitting oh, there playing okay. it. Like Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, <laughs> uh, Full Metal Alchemist, Naruto. Like every show they have characters in both English and Japanese voice actors in this game. <laughs> so I'm like, as I'm playing last, uh, like last week, I'm noticing, I'm like, mm-hmm. where do I recognize these voices from? And I just started looking up, I was like, Genshin Impact voice actors, and I just started seeing all the anime and stuff that they were getting these names from, and I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, this cast is stacked. So it like That's adds so to like the familiarity of the of the game and like the the animeness of it, even though it's a <laughs> Chinese game. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, this game is just it's it's kind of blowing me away recently. Um, awesome so i would if you if you ever do have the time or just feel, get the itch for it i would say like try to i think get, you try to get I think past you that just initial itched part me, bro. yeah just try to I get think past, you just itched me just try to get to the cutscenes, like to the to the real meaty part of the oh, story yeah. i literally like i just got broken on the grind of trying to like i was at the point where i was just trying to peak my characters and weapons yeah. And like I had my set kind of team that I really liked mm-hmm. and it was so it was just me. It's okay, it's Monday or Wednesday. I need to go in. I need to go to this, this one domain. temple. I need to get this item. Yeah. I need to grind for this item. So I just got burned out on that yeah. and just started playing, you know, cuz new games came out. So my time yeah. just moved to newer games. But yeah, like you're telling me there's content. I'm going yeah. back for the content because I couldn't stop playing it before there's so much it's like it do- it doesn't make sense to me that this is a gotcha game a free-to-play yeah. gotcha game. Like, and really that's the thing too like i was playing back then too i'm only playing in the realm the re- the the realm of it being free too mm-hmm. right so i'm like i'm not i wasn't adding money then either to push yeah. my content out yeah. which to be fair you really don't need you can play the like the game is designed 
the game is scaled in a way that you don't have to pay money ever to get through mm-hmm, all the mm-hmm. content it'll just be a it might be a little bit slower and certain mm-hmm. things might be slightly more challenging but you can build with just the three <sighs> characters and get through everything like yeah. that's kind of how they design it but the oh, way yeah. they get you to buy the characters is giving mm-hmm. you all these cut all these <laughs> anime voice actors that you recognize these amazing personalities these storylines that get you attached to the character which i think yeah. is genius because it's not like it's not like they're selling them only based on oh this character is overpowered and can well, do these crazy things like and that's the that's the thing I'm trying to get across to the audience too is like I'm go I'm going nuts for PNGs essentially mm. like I I like I was just <laughs> yelling earlier about Razor yeah. for no reason just yeah. I need Razor somebody give me soul. Razor I need him I need yeah. my little wolf boy. <laughs> Um, and I, I know nothing about Razor. I mm. forget what he sounds like, but, but I need that PNG. Razor sounds like the, the main character from um, To Your Eternity, like before he starts <laughs> to learn English. That's yeah. literally what he sounds like. Because he's so, um, he like, he's, these characters are just designed so well. Um, yeah. Who's that other, who's the little bomb girl? Is her name like Kiki Klee. or something? Klee. Yeah. Klee. Like, I, I need Klee. Klee. She's yeah. too cute. <laughs> exactly. So it's just. Like she's like a little floaty pixie with little bombs. Oh my so God. it's just that's just looks. Like yeah. that's I know nothing about these characters because they were just coming out when I, I was like stopping the game. So uh yeah. I think Yo. that says a lot about Genshin. You being like Klee. Free to play. You like Klee from her design. Wait till you actually play her missions. They're <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I tested her, right? That's yeah. what Genshin's Genshin's problem and coolness is that they allow you to play test these characters. Oh yeah. Um, when it's like you're ch- when they're up for a role for sale. and there's a chance that you can get them. Yeah. Um, they let you like play a couple missions as that character, and it really like submit like you're like, oh well, it looked cool, and now it feels cool, yeah. and now I can't go back to playing without them. So now you yeah. just like <laughs> you live to get that character. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, but yeah, that's the best way I can describe it. And and the last thing I'll say, this is probably the one negative about Genshin, but you know, since it's a gotcha game with a slot machine, I had to crunch some numbers, um, do some research. In order to get, so worst case scenario right now, in order to get a five star character, um, they have this system in it called Pity, right? So if you if you're rolling on the banner, you're rolling on the banner, you don't get the character. Um, you don't you don't so. In at least 90 pulls, right? So, um, was that? Yeah, so 90 pulls, you have. I love how my bro is real smart about statistics for games. I know, because I'm about to tell you, you're about to see how egregious this really is. So, 90 pulls, um, every five star has like a 0.05% chance, right? If you don't mm-hmm. get a five star, you're guaranteed to get one on the 90th pull if you don't get one before then, right? Now that five star uh-uh. has a fifty percent chance of being the featured one, so probably the one you want or another random one. If it's not the feature one, then it, the next five star you get, which keep in mind, max of ninety pulls in the worst case scenario, <laughs> that one will be guaranteed to be the feature one. So, oh in the God. absolute worst case scenario, and let's say it takes about, I want to say it's like, how much is it for? I mean, we've already seen that the whales for this game are disgusting. Yeah, they're disgustingly fat. So essentially, long story short, let's say it takes you the full 180 rolls to get that five star you want, which happens very often. That will cost Uh you about, I think it's like two hundred and eighty dollars. So you can pay 
and and very like more or more often than not you will pay if you're just throwing cash at the game $280 for one character pixels guys for pixels so this game is very like greedy. you don't get a t-shirt no. you don't get like a little stuffed plushy no. look-alike in the mail you no. get pixels digital i think of them as like digital action figures <laughs> like but digital they're, but they're or not. Something. i mean they like, kind of are even you can't even get them and pose them the way you want to you know yeah no that's true you can't um so yeah it's it's a very stingy very money hungry game if you choose to go that way but like i said you don't have to pay to progress in the, the game doesn't lock you with money if that makes sense it doesn't gate your progression with money it only right. very very heavily entices you to to cave into your gambling addiction so don't play this game if you have a gambling addiction you will cave into it you will relapse and you will spend all of your money for two characters um so just a warning there <laughs> if you plan on getting in the kitchen my um, god but yeah, that was kind of it, really, for my week. Um, what about you? Nice. Um, well, you just brought something up in my mind uh, mm. that kind of applies to a couple of things in my week. And I want to know right here on the spot if you think it belongs in random topics. Okay. Uh, so let me, let me pitch this to you. So I aired some frustration um, with our producer, Kay, about like difficulty in games mm-hmm. and how... Some games choose to make their hard modes harder. Um, and so, just really briefly, the problem of the recent game that we've been playing is that as opposed to making you think harder or strategize or, uh, I would say, be creative with your resources, they, they limit your roles. Like, they make all your roles trash. Uh... They make the enemy stronger and they make all their roles perfect Mm. and then they make it so that you instead of winning resources and getting better you just win less resources that are better like artificial difficulty as opposed yeah do you feel like it is truly making the game difficult or more challenging when they're literally just taking things away from you and just make like making the odds against your favor so i'm uh, and maybe we can just are you okay with just talking about this here because i have a little bit to say i'm fine yeah okay. if that's um, it yeah i'm fine with that so i'm kind of of two minds right because you know me i play a lot of loot and stat based games mm-hmm. um, which they are the very definition of those games in most cases is how much time do you put in to get your stats to where you can then just attack this large hp bar or whatever mm-hmm. um so i tend to be okay with it in that sense but when a game I feel like the one like the way you're describing it is more so the game is creating artificial difficulty when the actual mechanics of the game aren't difficult. And that I right. think I don't necessarily agree with, which is why for example, I love Souls games because you can go in that game w- with a naked person with a club and you can beat every boss if you're good. Or you can go <laughs> in that game with full armor, the strongest sword ever and still get wrecked by everybody because it comes yeah. down to the mechanics of the game and how well you understand them. And I think that's great game design, but I don't what I think is bad game design is where kind of like you're saying 
Um, and certain other games do this too, even where they let you adjust the difficulty, like in the menu or whatever, like even mm-hmm. medium hard. Some games mm-hmm. you put it on hard and all it does is make everything spongier. It just makes everything yes. have more health and their bullets everything kill you just... in one shot. Like, yes. that's stupid yes. to me. Like, that's not real okay. difficulty. Like, that's just fighting against the... You're just fighting against numbers at that point, kind of. You know what I mean? So, like, Because this is you're... something that... I wanted to discuss for a long time, but I didn't know how to put it into words because it, it's hard to describe it without sounding like you're just complaining about it being hard, nah, right? Yeah, I um, get what you're saying. And the the best way I could think and see if this like aligns with the way you're thinking. The best way I could describe it was that like if if somebody were giving you a math test, right? Like mm-hmm. you you take math like from like the beginning of first grade all the way through twelfth grade, right? You right, start right. out with like just a pen and paper. A pen, maybe some a pen and scrap a pencil and scrap paper, right? Yeah. And then by the end, like high school, you're using a graphing calculator, yeah. right? And they're giving you quadratic equations and things. <laughs> Ew. So my thing was just like, by the time you're at the level of I'm using this graphing calculator, I'm using all the functions, blah blah blah. So then, let's just say you're in you're mastering difficulty at that point. Yeah. Is I'm gonna let me I'm gonna take away your graphing calculator. I'm gonna take away your scratch paper. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you a pencil with no eraser. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, to me, that's like, that's not challenging. That's handicapping You're just, you. yeah, you're just, yeah. They're yeah, ripping you're your legs off and telling you, hey, now run because it was too easy to run before. Like, that doesn't make sense. Right. Like, And it's like, to me, it's like, that's not a challenge if my no. whole life I've always had my feet. And yeah. now you take my feet away. Exactly. How is that a challenge? Like, I've been practicing this way. That's just impossible. Way. Yeah, that, yeah. What they should do is give you harder questions to answer with the graphing calculator, with the tools, yeah. with the... They should give you like here's your, you now you have all the tools now use all of these tools that you've constantly been practicing with to overcome this new type of problem. That's yeah, and I think uh, I think in this case it would be easy. It would be better to do kind of what you're saying or to do what you said a bit earlier, which was I think in in the game and I'll tell you the game in a second. Mm-hmm. I think if they just made the enemies spongier, like you said, like if it was harder to kill them, it took longer. Yeah, because this is the type of game where you get to a a certain point of comfortability you start wanting you start wanting to rush the fights mm-hmm. and i think rushing the fights is what can cause problems you to die yeah. that's that's where you make your bad decisions right and so i think that's enough of a challenge if you make the fights longer versus you making all of my random roles that i can't control garbage yeah it's a handicap and giving my enemy all the perfect roles yeah, it's <laughs> so a handicap. i'm saying all this to talk about for the king because yeah. We're trying to play on a more challenging difficulty, but it feels like the challenge is not in strategizing. The challenge is pray to God that they you just roll right. RNG, that's a <laughs> to different me, thing. To me, that's not a challenge. RNG, when you're introducing RNG into difficulty, it's always just frustrating because it's like, right? How is this? Like it's it's out of my control at this point. Like there's Completely certain situations. Out of your control. Like it's like there's certain situations you can probably get in because there's yeah. other games like this where it's just like I might as well just restart because it's like I couldn't do anything about this. Like it was completely out of my control. Um, yeah. And I think there's definitely a difference in game design between hard and challenge, like challenge modes. I think there should be a always should be a differentiation between whether. Because the thing you're describing to me where you purposely want to put handicaps on yourself, that might be something that's cool if you label it as like, okay, here's a challenge mode for the 
super, yes. super sweatiest of people where it's going to be frustrating. It's going to be impossible. But if you overcome it, here's this crazy reward. I think yeah. that's, and that's okay. like like Returnal does that. They're yeah. like, they, there's like, here's a special challenge mode where we take straight up, take things away from you. Yeah. And then we give you two things like, um, and so here's the, here's the challenge. Yeah. Um, but okay. I just had to like get that out because I'm like, it makes sense to me, but like it didn't make sense because you're you're like at the same time that you're trying to verbalize this, you're going, "Am I just complaining?" Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Is this? Oh, go ahead. One, just one more thing on the challenge point before we before we leave it. Um, mm-hmm. Because I was just talking about destiny. This is one other thing that I can't stand is when something's diff- like when it's a team thing. When something's difficult and you're doing your part, but it doesn't matter because the other person can't get over the the challenge quote unquote so mm-hmm. now you're you're failing the challenge because of something that's completely out of your control i hate that i hate i cannot stand that i hate that so much yeah but yeah that's all i want to say about that so yeah that just something uh for you guys to think about um and you know maybe there's somebody that enjoys that type of difficulty change if you if you find benefits or you find that type of difficulty change like you don't mind it i'd love to hear um somebody's point of view i don't mind it if you tell Um, me that's what i'm getting into don't make that the main track of the game you know what i'm saying yeah for me. I started um, to get into the rest of my week. I started Jedi Fallen Order, and I decided to start it on Jedi Master Ooh. as opposed to Jedi Knight because okay. I know there is. I know this game is challenging to begin with. You want that Souls like? <laughs> well, yeah, I do want to have that experience, and I do want to pay better attention to the parry mechanic in this. You might as well just play um. Sekiro. Because like, well, that's like I'm something. trying to like I'm like shonen training myself right yeah, now, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like baby, I'm biting off little baby pieces of things that I can handle. By I the feel time like you I can get handle. there, you're gonna be a beast. <laughs> and like, I think a bright ass lightsaber is a good place to start because yeah. I can actually track the movement of the lightsaber on the screen. And do they on the master difficulty? Do they still do the flash like where the character flashes red for like certain attacks that you like can't or? Are they the attacks you can parry? Ooh, that I don't red? know. I, I have remember. to pay attention to that. I haven't fought too many people uh, up close yet. Okay. So um, there's a lot of people just shooting at me and you a lot of the uh, shock troopers. So I haven't bullets. really, yeah, I haven't really fought anyone. But I want to say yes because okay. I want to say some of the worm enemies that have yeah. charged me. I want to say I've seen them flash red. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. But uh, that being said, uh. Even though I had put it on a more challenging difficulty, I can see where they have given me the time to maneuver, mm-hmm. right? I can see where they're forgiving in, like, my parry movement, but mm-hmm. I can also be like, it is a challenge. Like, yeah. I'm not getting every uh, laser reflected. Right. <laughs> and um, I've died a couple times already, and, like, I'm really only on the first map, so yeah. um, I think it's going to be interesting, but it's not so maddening. The only thing that's really throwing me off is, like, so I'm playing the PS5 version, and the movement feels weird. Um, yeah, it's a little loose. I guess. Yeah, it feels like your character is a way lighter Floaty. than they should be. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the only thing that's kind of throwing me, but I'm getting over it yeah, pretty yeah, quickly. Because yeah. um, <laughs> playing this game, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that like every game got affected by Uncharted. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how every it feels game, to me. <laughs> every game had to be like climbing, epic, crashing set piece. Yeah. Um. So I'm like back to this. I forgot. I forgot about this because I've been playing like uh, Resident Evil over the shoulder shooters. I was gonna say that um, was Sony's thing for a while. The big like action yeah. set piece. Um, kind of forgot about that. So um, playing a little bit of that. Play a little bit of Jedi. Started that. Uh, do you think you'll play all the way through? Yeah, okay. I think I will. Um, this is one of the games that like I had started watching someone play it, and then I stopped about a third of the way through because I was like, I actually do want to play this game. Nice. So I didn't want to spoil the rest of it for myself. Yeah. And um, it's it's got interesting enough of a storyline for me to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't say I like the main character's name all that much. <laughs> Cal? Isn't that his name? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <it's> Cal. <laughs> both for cal l and another person in my life that yeah. caused problems that's so funny. yeah because i was like we both hate supermans so. yeah exactly exactly uh, but anyway um ginger so yeah, the ginger keep, jedi i'll let you know if i make any like crazy uh uh feats happen on it on like any fights or something because i was like i could capture bits of this as we go along and post that um but yeah nobody needs to see my full playthrough that game yeah I feel you. Um, and then, uh, in addition to Fallen Order, I also like pulled up another game that I bought some some time ago and mm. never really played, oh. which was uh, uh, Wolfenstein. I just seen this. The the Old Blood. I haven't played um, any of them. And this this is not a new game. Uh, I forget. I think I did. I play New Blood first. That's I played the... one of these first. New Blood. And the uh, that's what might have been. Okay. I cannot remember, man. This I was back remember. when like Doom was coming out and stuff. New Order, New Order. Uh, One New Order. Yeah. There you go. So I think I played that first, okay. and that made me immediately go and buy the Old Blood because oh, nice. I had so much fun with the last one. I got to play um, it. Then. So I literally just also started this game mm-hmm. um, and played. I think I would stay through what I think is the tutorial, um, and then yeah, they put you right into it. So I'm like they pushed me into a jail hole mm-hmm. like <laughs> my cover got blown very quickly mm-hmm. and they pushed me into like this jail pit hole and then <laughs> i bj blaskowitz like yank a pipe out of the wall and then like <laughs> break it in half <laughs> oh my god and start using it to scale out of the jail hole jesus and then i get to the top of the jail hole and a guard sees me and just starts firing at me so i fell i just let go because i was like crap I gotta time myself to get out of here, so that's yeah. kind of where I stopped. Oh, okay, that's I was like, not used to this. Yeah, All yeah, right. Yeah. Have um, you? But yeah. Go ahead. Have you ever played um the Doom remakes? I played the 2016 one, but I did not play Doom Eternal yet. Okay, okay. Because I, I never, I never beat 2016, so I just got to the end boss and I couldn't beat it. That's so hilarious. I just gave up. <laughs> that like giant I was like, crab I'm dude. Not. Yeah, and then, like, uh, a lot of time passed, and then I was like, I am not restarting this game just yeah. to beat that dude. Nah, it's like, not worth it. It's, it's crazy. It. But no, I just said that to say, if you liked Wolfenstein, and I know you like Halo, yeah. that you would really like the Doom games. Yeah, I was gonna, because I think I, th- I played this and Doom all around the same time. Um, not okay. this, but um, the, the other one, the yeah. New Order. Mm-hmm. I played all around the same time, so 
um yeah it's definitely like a first person shooter vibe yeah um especially with the dual wielding of assault rifles um yeah. in this one which feels crazy after playing um resident evil with like a awesome. broken hand pistol <laughs> the whole game <laughs> yeah like ethan's like uh, uh, <laughs> to like lift a, a, a old-fashioned grenade launcher so <laughs> yeah. playing with like these old like 1950s assault rifles dual wielding them don't you uh, um, yeah B in, bj's ridiculous don't you start wolfenstein 2 in like a wheelchair just mowing people down like you're rolling around with a gun mowing, mowing people down. i think i think so yeah it's That's like hilarious. you have two machine guns attached to like the sides of a your wheelchair? chair <laughs> i think it is it's so crazy because it's like this one you're like pretending to be a nazi so soldier and bj has like the, the most like i'm a real american yeah accent yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. just like don't talk <laughs> <laughs> or they're gonna notice it doesn't go well yeah that's funny so yeah playing playing those two games um probably we are trying to finish resident evil and for the sake of my brain and hands yeah. i should finish resident evil before i get into these games oh, yeah, yeah. um but yeah I also watched a few things. I'm gonna get these out of the way very quickly. Um, so the first thing I watched was a movie. We watched a movie, me, uh, Kay and myself, to add to our list of Korean films <laughs> called Hard Hit. Uh, Hard Hit is reminiscent of the last year's. Was it last year or this year's? Unhinged with uh, Russell Crowe, the like road road rage movie. I probably would know it if I saw it. I'm about to Google. Yeah, that was the one where like the somebody cut Russell Crowe off in traffic, and so he decides to make their lives a living hell for the next like <laughs> Yo. 24 hours. Um, oh yeah, but I this is this. a little bit. This. this is a little bit different. Hard Hit um, is a movie about a a Korean businessman who is like having his average on his way like to work. He's got his kids in the back taken in the school and uh he gets a phone call that there is a bomb strapped to the bottom of his seat and if he or his children try to exit the car uh they're gonna blow the bomb up jeez so the uh movie uh the most of the car. movie is him trying to figure out who is on the the phone yeah, yeah and who put the bomb in the car and what's going on interesting um i would think i would i gave this movie i think i have to give it like a six mm. okay because it's entertaining it mm. is high tension but there are moments where people do things that you're just like mm, that's not the smartest thing why, right. why would you do that right right um and so you're just like sometimes you, you're t questioning things a little too much mm. um versus being like caught up in the tension so not a bad movie just not the best movie uh in that regard but very tense very tense in some moments in like yeah like i said i watched it from beginning to end so it was at least uh it entertaining enough in. to keep my attention yeah. yeah that's always good um and then the other two things i watched were shows uh mm. so the first is a show that i believe is american made it's mm. on hulu and it is based on a comic book. I believe I've talked about this like a long time ago because I think I talked about this when it was in production. Mm -hmm. But uh, this is called The Last Man. And it's actually based off of a comic book by Brian K. Vaughn. Um, and it, that comic book was called Y, mm -hmm. colon, The Last Man, like the letter Y. Yeah. And it's literally about, um, a, it's like a world in which, it's like our world's modern world, but 
all the one day all the men die mm-hmm. of some kind of sickness like all they all just collapse and nobody's left but the women and one dude and his pet monkey who's also male so <laughs> this virus takes out not only male humans but also male animals animals jesus um so uh yeah I, and yeah, that's I was like to, i was about <laughs> to make setup. a really wild joke i don't know if i should no, go ahead. maybe i can bleep <laughs> it out tell me if it's too bad i can bleep it out. i was gonna say um call it the me too virus <laughs> no that's not bad okay <laughs> 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 we i think we said worse on our not safe for life show than that yeah, <laughs> the me too virus right <laughs> oh god that's pretty funny though because i was like the comic this is what i find weird right the comic book i think was written in the very early 2000s yeah um you could fact check me on that i'm not 100 percent sure mm-hmm. but so for it to be airing now, for them to make it now, you know, feels more relevant, even though it wasn't written during a time of all of that happening. Right, right. Um, but uh, so all I want to say is that I watched, I think I might have watched maybe three or four episodes of the show. I'm thinking mm-hmm. like three episodes. Mm-hmm. And I haven't read the comic book in almost maybe like 10 years because um, I read it like in college. And I remember the comic book being really well done and having a really solid ending. Mm-hmm. And but the show, the show is not coming off as anything special to me. Okay. And so part of me feels like they're being. Part of me feels like they're trying to be somewhat uh, respectful of the material, mm-hmm. but at the same time. Uh, they had to update it, right? Because, like, the original contains, like, references, like, a lot of references to, like, the Spice Girls and, like, mm-hmm. things from the 90s. Yeah. And so, but they're not making it take place in the 90s. They're making it take place in modern day. Okay. So they did a lot of updating. Mm-hmm. So I would love to hear uh, the opinion of someone who has more recently read the comic book, though I can't right. say I've heard anyone ever talk about it. Right, right. But, um... All this to say that uh, I've read another series by Brian K. Vaughn called Saga. Mm-hmm. Saga is Star Wars level of epic and interesting. Oh, wow. And like as far as amounts of content and world building. Yeah, and lore. Saga, and Saga is like the only thing I could possibly think of in modern history that could rival Star Wars. Interesting. And I think... I think I may have read something that they were considering adapting Saga. I would really, I hope. They don't <laughs> I'm saying rival I was Star Wars say, in that way. I, I hope that they don't take the people's reaction to this. Yeah. And apply it to to the making of Saga because I think Saga overall is a much better and more interesting piece of work than this, than this. one. But yeah. if you like this type of post-apocalyptic subject matter if you like you know the the way the this plot that's been set up where it's like now women have the chance to run the world and you know would things actually turn out any differently would the world be more peaceful if it was run by women versus men if you're interested in all that definitely check this out um but i say all that to say that like there brian k vaughn is one of those like I f- okay, let me back up a little bit. Robert Kirkman, the writer of The Walking Dead, yeah, 
I feel like he has gotten the accolades and interest and hype that Brian K. Vaughn should actually be getting. And I'm just going to say that. What do you mean by that? Oh, because I feel this like, show is... You're saying this show should have hit the way... Walking Brian K. Dead? Vaughn is a better writer than Robert Kirkman. Okay. But people didn't take notice of Robert Kirkman's work because he didn't write about zombies. Hmm. Okay. And you know zombies I mean? was like a, the, the thing in that right. at that time or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Post, post-apocalyptic stuff was, was the, the thing, thing at yeah. that time. Okay. And so that's why I'm just like, I feel like Brian, if Brian K. Vaughn's material had been brought up the way that Robert Kirkman's has, I feel like he'd be getting equal accolades. Right. Okay. So that's why I'm just saying like, there's more to this guy than just this one piece of work. But okay. I, I'm happy that this got pulled. I'm happy that someone took notice of it. Right, right. Um, and then the very, very last thing, which is a, a show that I just finished this morning called Squid Game. <laughs> I think it just came out on Netflix on Friday. Um, and it is a Korean drama. Mm. Uh, but it is a death game. Mm. Um, and the premise is essentially like there's a bunch of people that are financially strapped mm-hmm. uh various home debt you know different yeah. kinds of debt gambling all yeah. that kind of stuff and they are given the opportunity to Be compete equally for a large sum of money mm-hmm. a very large sum of money. i think we calculated it came to about like 53 million u.s dollars Woo. um but they very yeah so they compete by playing uh child games like kid games so the mm-hmm. first game that they come to com- to play is uh red light green light mm-hmm. so they're in this giant <laughs> room that actually. looks li- they're in this giant room that looks like a like a, a schoolyard mm-hmm. and there's this big robot like girl oh, standing God. in front of this tree and yeah. she's facing the tree like she's leaning against the tree and then every- occasionally she'll say like red light and then when she says or i'm saying she says green light and then when she says green red light her just her head spins around oh god and if if they were caught moving like if she sent her eyes her eyes were like creepy camera lenses yeah (laughs) so yeah if they were caught moving there's there was all these windows up around this this around this structure that like had sniper rifles oh no you just get sniped jesus yep so in the first game because they did not know it was a death game uh you could imagine a lot of people, people started were very freaking startled. out. <laughs> yeah. Yup. So then <laughs> the Jeez. robot sensed a lot of movement. <laughs> oh, God. And a lot of people got shot. Got blasted. Jeez. So in the first game, there were 456 contestants. And at the end of the last game, or the end of the first game, there was 201 left. That's so many people, though. <laughs> like, and <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. Because, like, they started like screaming and then it was like it didn't matter that someone pushed you you yeah. still moved you both still get so people who pulled. got pushed got shot that sucks uh, so that sucked um and then like yeah so then there were just piles of people in front of the door just getting aced while all the other smart people were just frozen yeah um, in place Trying uh, not to so that was like the first game but they very swiftly found out that for every person that died like another billion won was added to the pot oh my gosh so and now they're the trying to off night, each other 
Yeah, well, I was like, the first night they realized that uh, they didn't get in trouble for murdering another person. Oh, my gosh. So then it became very tough to sleep the Just second night. worse and worse. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of those premises, uh, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you care about that. But uh, we will probably continue to argue that Korean drama is best drama. Um, because they do get you where your heart hurts um, with the characters and stuff like that. So uh, if let that's me, your thing. Let me ask you okay. this question before you get off of mm-hmm. it. Is there any amount of money in this universe that you would compete in a death game for? No. no. We, just had, we had this conversation because I was like, no. Nope, I'm good. Yeah, I, am I think good. I am too. I think I am too, to be honest. Yeah. And so, and then I also had the conversation of, you know, if you win the death game, and I, I, and I said this to Kay, I said, if I die in your sex, successful completion of the death game, yeah. please do not pout for a year yeah. after you win because of all, I, no, please live your life. You yeah, have yeah, won. Yeah. <laughs> we all died. <laughs> please go live your life. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, yeah. Yeah, it's that premise. Okay, that sounds. But yeah, I'm like, it's just not. It's not, it's not worth, worth it. it to me. I feel that. Not for the money. Yeah, nah. I feel that. Not when people can illegally just kill you at night. Yeah, either. And you're just stressed. Like, I feel like you come out of that yeah. mentally different, even if you win. <laughs> like you, you can't do. sleep anymore. <laughs> uh, Cold. But it was all voluntary. All voluntary. Yeah. Um. That's true. So, yeah, that was pretty much my week nice. uh, for this week. Nice, nice. So shall we go to the news? Because we have much to do today. I think it's about that time. Yeah, and I think the news will be quick. Um, nothing crazy on here today. Mm-hmm. And over to Tiz with Clash. Clash news. So, we have um, a few small news stories today. So, first up, I'm going to start with a God of War story. Um, so, uh, Sony Santa Monica, C, uh, I think he's the CEO, or director, sorry, Corey Barlog. Um, he basically went in an interview and said, um, confirm that this God of War is only going to be a two-game kind of thing. It's not going to be a trilogy. <laughs> Um, so the creator, everybody's like, it, I'm sorry, it just no, felt like fine. last. We're like, trilogy. I thought it was gonna be a trilogy, and it's, it's like everybody's like, no, no, we immediately <laughs> must come out and shut this trilogy yeah. nonsense down. Like we're not doing a third game, but the reason for it is actually a really good reason. I think you'll like the reason. Um, mm. So he basically says this second game, Ragnarok, got to wear Ragnarok, is gonna end Kratos and his son's story together, and all of the Norse gods and okay. stuff. They call it the Norse saga, and you know how people are with this word saga. You only say uh-huh. saga when it means you're gonna be making God of War games forever, for for all <laughs> eternity. Um, but basically, the reason he said why they chose to wrap the story up in this game is because they didn't want it, the story to be ending 10 years later from, like they didn't want to drag it out mad time because they yeah. said this game comes out, then what, a third game is going to be mad years from now. So by that point, it's going to have been almost 10 years by the time the first game yeah, came out. Yeah, you won't be able to call him boy anymore. Yeah, so it's like, man, I appreciate that because um, what first came into my head was like, yeah, you're right. I don't want to finish this story when I'm 
40 you know what i mean or when i'm 30 whatever like I, just let me play this next game and wrap it up if you can the game's what gonna be 60 80 hours however long the first one was um so that's plenty of time to tell it tell it to tell a story if you're not padding it with all this extra stuff you know what i mean like a lot of these mm-hmm. open world games tend to do is pad a lot of things out um but yeah i'm i, I think it's a good reason I literally had this thought about because I saw on Netflix it was like Stranger Things season coming soon. I'm like, them kids is gonna be be in college. They're all gonna look like Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Yeah. (laughs) 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 They're gonna have have, uh, what's her name? They're gonna have Millie Bobby Brown. They're gonna have Millie Bobby Brown in a wig. She's gonna have like crow's feet on her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna see where they covered her wrinkles with makeup. Like guys, <laughs> like come on, wrap it up, man, wrap it up. Um, but yeah, so I'm okay with this. Um, I hope That's it kind of starts a trend of of two, <laughs> two. What do they call them? Duologies? What would you call this? Duology? <laughs> what? What do you call a two game series? It's just a. I don't think you call it. It's just a thing in its sequel, right? Oh, it doesn't have you a get, cool you name. You do the one thing and the one sequel. <laughs> the one sequel. Um, yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, are you hyped for this game? I don't remember if I asked you last week. Yeah, I, I did. Okay. Yeah, because I, I really enjoyed the first God of War, and I already enjoy Norse mythology too much. Do you so. think Atreus is gonna die at the end? No. No. Okay. I'm gonna say I, feel like I think if he anything, is. I feel like they're super duper into like let's give the boy a game now. Uh, you know, I feel like we're doing a lot of passing of torches lately. So you heard what the um, Uncharted next game is going to be, right? No. I feel like you told me, but I don't remember. Okay. Um, I, it's slight spoilers for Uncharted for us. I don't know if I can say it, but it's going to follow a child character that is going to be an adult. <laughs> if, that, if that gives you any hints. It should be really obvious. Okay. Yeah, so. Yeah, well, I hope she gets funnier. Cause she wasn't. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, yeah. Not like Nathan, right? Nathan, Nathan was funny. Nathan got that charm. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, looking out for God of War Ragnarok, and then next up, unfortunately, Battlefield twenty forty two has been delayed. Um, so it was gonna come out, I believe, early October or mid October, one of those. Um, but it got delayed. Uh. October 22nd was when it was coming out, and now it's delayed until November 19th, so not too bad, but uh, they said it was due to COVID and working from home and not getting mm-hmm. back into the office when they ex- expect it and stuff like that, so still looking forward that, to that game. Um, I, I know it's going to be great and be received very well and all that stuff when it comes out, so I'm not worried about it. Um, and then this next story, we've kind of had pop up here and there, um, but we have a cast now for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air drama reboot, so no longer a sitcom, but a drama, and it's coming on Peacock. Um, I just added this to see if you recognized any of these actors or actresses, because I'm, I never recognize, recognize actors or actresses. Um, so I was just curious <laughs> if you noticed anybody, if you knew anybody. Hold on one second. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> this doesn't look like it, it's gonna go too great. I'm not gonna hold you. <laughs> It just. This looks like one of them shows. What's that one channel? This feels like it would be on like own. Yeah. <laughs> like. And we like a bunch of people would love it, and we would never hear about it. It just feels too serious. Like I know they had serious episodes of Fresh Prince, but I don't want that every single episode. That dude looks too cold to be Carlton. Yeah, like right. <laughs> 
<laughs> like he's too ice cold. <laughs> he's not gonna be doing the dance and like all that. Like stuff. that jo- Jordan L. Jones right there. He should have been Carlton. Right. And exactly. then the other dude should have been Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. They don't. This is, yeah. This is this is gonna be like the what's that one show our parents love the haves and ha- this is like the haves and haves have nots. Not, yeah. It's gonna be fresh so dramatic. <laughs> it's gonna be so dramatic. Um, so i don't know i probably watched the first episode to see what's up and i can't do this and viv yeah and it's funny because you scroll down into the article and you see the original characters um obviously will and um i forget the dude's name that played carlton yo how do i put how do i get rights on the first video where somebody posts the first scene from the show the first serious scene and then put a laugh track from the old show over top of it you know that's just, gonna happen. Yeah, absolutely. I was about to say you so can just I, make that. How do I get the rights to that so I can just make money every time somebody posts that? <laughs> well, I think <laughs> I think Peacock is gonna make money every time someone. No, posts. man. <laughs> yeah, I think that's Peacock. They're gonna copyright claim that quick <laughs> with the quickness. Um, but yeah, I could see that happening. I just I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. I'm be honest. I'm not gonna have any feelings about it. Just like no. before you showed this to me. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it's the funny thing about clicking that close button on an article yeah it's gone <laughs> forgot I feel that um so yeah we'll see i might report back i might not on that who knows um next up another small update so switch adds the updates the the software to add the hidden bluetooth feature that was always in the console <laughs> um <laughs> how do you feel about i know Nintendo? how much you i know how much you love when uh people un unbelt things yeah. that were kept away from you that they were lying that about were already saying, there saying there's no bluetooth in the console like oh just kidding guys here it is 10 years later like can you explain that do you have any explanation of that in your head to me why is nintendo do this why update your console to release the bluetooth feature that's been hidden in the console seven years after the console came out when did the console come out do you think it's because they don't want to deal with the issues surrounding it and they hadn't fully tested it yet but they didn't want to deal with like the fallout of people being the beta testers that is a good explanation but at the same time it's like your joy con is still broken like you haven't up you just now updated the joy con so it's like why how long so does the, it take to test something? You know what I mean? So recently, like, recently it's been discovered that the Joy-Con has a Death Star-like flaw where yeah. there's a special back port that only dust can enter yeah. <laughs> and clog up your Joy-Con. Exactly. I, I don't know, man. None of this shit makes sense to me. No. I don't understand business decisions. You know what the fix for the Joy-Con was that Nintendo what? just now released? So, what is it? so a, a Reddit user found it first. They shoved a piece of paper. They took apart the controller and shoved a piece uh-huh. of paper in between a gap that that grows in between basically the analog and the the base of the controller as as you play okay. it. So now Nintendo finally releases a controller with a piece of foam shoved into that part of the controller. And it's like it took y'all seven years to figure that. Like, like what? You know what I'm saying? How long does it take to... T- like, what are y'all doing over there? They're just in their <laughs> office playing with their pencils, like, and re-releasing Zelda? And, and just, like, is that what Nintendo does? Like, what do they do? <laughs> Yo, some dude just threw his pencil down listening <laughs> yeah. to you right now. He's like, how dare you? <laughs> he just got up out of his seat and went to the bathroom. I worked hard on that phone square. On 
Yo, like I just don't understand. Nintendo, Look, bro, bro, I can't even. I'm I I'm heated with you right now. But then I was like, oh yeah, I I worked in an organization where it was impossible to create change. Yeah. So know how that works. <laughs> it's just mine. You're like, here's a fix. It makes sense, and then everyone ignores like, you. Mm, nah, nah, I don't. Mm, I'm not sure about that. Mm. No, nah, that's too much work that's, to push uh, that out. Mm, nope, that that's money. gonna ruin a, yeah. a bunch of other things. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> like what? Yeah. So no. No, I've been there. So yeah, maybe it was a situation where they had the fix, and it just took this long to get it out. That's insane. But I, I feel you. Insane. <laughs> Nintendo is a wild company. Yeah, it's a wild company. I would like to know what really goes on over there. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, staying on the topic of updates, um, the last news story we got: uh, Sony finally pushed their SSD update to the PS5. If it was Nintendo, it would have came out seven years after the console release. But um, if you own a PS5 and you updated it to the latest firmware, you can now expand the internal SSD with one uh, of your choosing that obviously fits into the specification. So, um, right. I uh, think this article cursed me because uh, our older brother approached me yesterday about this. Or about to yeah, get yesterday. No, 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 no. Uh, I was. I lit- It's like he talked to me about this. I come home. I oh, try. Uh, no, yeah. I come home. I download Jedi, uh, the Fallen Order, and it's like mm. not enough space. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, already since when? <laughs> already like, played like two games. Yeah. What? So yeah. yeah, I'm like yeah, just just ran into this problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay. I just deleted the PS5 version of Resident Evil 8 that we weren't playing, <laughs> and that made enough room for it. Oh wait, you deleted it? So you're, so I had the PS4. It had downloaded the PS4 and PS5 version of Resident Evil. What do we? But play we last are time? playing the PS4 version. I thought we played the PS5 version, like because I remember no. you having it. Didn't you have to download your save and all that? Because you started. I had up. to download the PS4 version so that we could continue from where we left off. Oh. So I just basically got rid of the PS5 version that was also it. being stored on there because we couldn't boot it because oh. it doesn't recognize our PS4 saves. Yeah. Okay. That um, is right. But yeah. So. That is right. If uh, that might be uh, an issue for some people, if you have two copies of the same game um, on there. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, so that solved the problem for me for now. And there are a few games on there that I can definitely uh, remove because I I literally just downloaded them because I'm like, oh, I might play that this weekend. I might play this. If you didn't um, know any PS4 game, you can put it on an external hard drive and play it from the external hard drive. That's what I do okay. with all my PS4 games. I only put PS5 games on the SSD because it's so small, obviously. Yeah, we're um, in a weird situation where we are planning to trade consoles. So I personally yeah. haven't like, transferred everything from my ps4 to my ps5 yet because I, yeah. i'm not considering this like <laughs> my yeah. console yeah, 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 yeah i'm treating it very temporary with the with the game so for sure but um, yeah. yeah that's the news for this week nothing crazy is anybody else with a ps5 experiencing space issues are those of you out there listening to this going shut up i don't even own a ps5 what I'm are sorry. these problems I'm so, look, um, I put in the I put in the work. I will talk about my PS5. I was up sweating midnight. Refresh, 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 refresh. I didn't have no connect. I didn't have no hookup. Listen, I just know what it felt like because like I would be watching like Super Beer Bros and just drooling over the fact that they even had a PS5, you yeah. know. And I and I didn't. And I'm watching them on a PS4, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I understand that hurt. I almost so, got yeah. scammed because I was I was I was on <laughs> offer up. I was thinking about it, and then I was messaging people, and they their accounts were just real fishy. Like everything was just real fishy. So I never actually went through with it, but nah it's, it was wait. crazy out here you can always wait because mm-hmm. i was i was about to give up i think the only reason i got one is because i was about to give up mm-hmm. and because i was about to say give up just wait till like middle of next year no one will care right um and get one then and, but yeah that itch that itch got you yeah <laughs> it'd be like that but um since we're uh are we are we done with the news yeah that's it for the news um one thing i will add uh is i just want to give a little update for tis cowboy bebop is still getting really good reviews for the cowboy bebop live action i'm positive Um, on it now y'all have turned me around (laughs) i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna watch the whole thing when it comes out just like i did with witcher um even though this is they even they even are giving an homage to like the old men that were sitting i think they're playing chess mm-hmm. it's like these old men that are always sitting around playing chess they mm-hmm. even have them in the live action so they're 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 letting you know as a as this a fan they are paying attention to the details yeah we're not making our own weird version like death note <laughs> um we're not gonna change his name and the- to spike spike williams or something weird the other thing that I don't think is necessarily going to pop up because Tiz kind of d- does most of the news and I kind of add uh, piecemeal here and there. Uh, but one thing that I've seen popping up a lot is I had mentioned uh, this is way back in the episodes, but back when we talked more about books, back when I was reading, mm-hmm. uh, we had mentioned uh, the Wheel of Time series, which is mm-hmm. like an older fantasy series. Yeah. Um, they are coming out with uh, an Amazon show. So there is a a Wheel of Time Amazon show that okay. is being produced or is about to come out. I'm not exactly sure when it's coming out, but there's trailers for it. Nice. Um, so if you like big epic magic uh, fantasy shows um, with like that medieval-ish type feel to it, mm-hmm. if you're missing your Game of Thrones-ish type shows, mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to say it's that because it's not exactly Game of Thrones, but it's in that area of fantasy. Uh, yeah. Check that out look that up um so yeah i just want to bring that out because i've been seeing a lot of news about those two things keep my eye out but nothing like you know nothing like particular to bring up about it yeah 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 i know what you mean just that it's happening but i got something this is what i keep meaning to download i'm gonna use this instead <laughs> for the random topic. i'm gonna i'm gonna add to my list reggae horn guys pretend that was a reggae, was a reggae horn, horn. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, okay, got you. Hold on. Um, see, this is real-time note-taking. Reggae horn. Got it. All right. We got a quiz. It's been a minute, but my email delivered me a fresh Crunchyroll quiz, mm-hmm. fresh out of the hot oven. Um, This is a quiz that is very relevant to the last two weeks episodes so before oh that's the note i wanted to mention so because we couldn't talk so much about last week's my hero episode because of our, we didn't want to spoil our guests yeah. uh, we're do, we're gonna talk about that episode this week and this week's episode yeah. so i think this and they, quiz, they play together too like the episodes are very much like a continuation of absolutely so that worked out perfectly in our favor yeah um but I, based on this current story arc that we're in with the meta uh, liberation 
army yeah meta liberation army and the villains the league of villains mm. uh we have a, a nice quiz here for you uh it is called which my hero academia villain group do you fit into so i'm assuming this is going to be um this is going to sort us either into the meta liberation army or the league of villains well i feel like there's going to be one that's like common street criminal <laughs> street <laughs> common you're, criminals you're, you're staying yeah exactly you're just or you're so low you're, intimi- you're so low your intimidation factor is too high exactly that'd be funny um but yeah i hope i think the last couple weeks episodes or at least maybe i'm personally hoping has inspired a lot of t- uh tamora fan art because some of these shots of tamora are like <laughs> amazing insane. yeah nah, <laughs> and i just want to like screen cap and be like yeah that's my background now He's such a villain now this is this is someone ascending he's like, blossomed that's, into a butterfly that that's why i was like that's why i can't ever be like hardcore like yeah here's your villains because yeah. i'm like anytime i see someone in their moment that of, looks like, cool <laughs> true true passion and true achievement you're like yeah i I'm want just you to like win. you're like yes yeah. <laughs> I'm like i'm rooting for you <laughs> look now see this episode for you was the one for me last week like it's clicking for you now where you're like now well, I, I want you to win last week was just like breaking my heart right yeah this week was just like okay okay <laughs> I, I can it. respect this yeah. i can respect this look you put a damn fur line cape on anybody i'm probably gonna like look their direction yeah. all right i'm gonna like give them some respect it's like the dude said uh, he's glowing now he's shining <laughs> It's as if he's I'm shining. Done. Machi has shed a tear. I'm <laughs> yeah. done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Alright, guys. Let's get into this quiz. So this is the villains of My Hero Academia have taken over the popular and long-running series. Through other quizzes, we've been able to see what our, what quirk we may have, uh, what school we might go to, and what villain we might be like. But which villain group would you actually roll with? Uh, you've cast away the hero lifestyle and really want to make a change in this world. Whether it's good or bad is up to you. So which villain group would you would your wants and needs most mesh with? Alright guys, you know how this goes. Uh Tiz and I both have the quiz in front of us. We're both clicking start. And we will read the questions and I will hopefully remember to read the answers. I remind you. Uh and then we'll we'll see where that goes. So, um, first question is, where would you cast, where would you cast your villainous deeds? Out in the open at all times? We need to be known in fears, <laughs> in the shadows, unless the public display of force is needed. It doesn't matter, it only matters that they make an impact. Never in public, always behind the scenes. Hmm. It's kind of tough, actually. I'm like, I'm always like, don't freaking show your cards until you absolutely have to. So I'm going to go with never in public, always behind the scenes. I'm going to say in the shadows, unless a public display is a force is needed. Because I feel like sometimes examples are necessary. When people don't believe you. I felt like you were going to say that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know, too. I'm starting to, like, really identify Tiz's brand of evil. (laughs) All right. Do you think quirks are a good thing? Of course. Oh, yeah, It doesn't matter. (laughs) You say, of course. Or, it doesn't matter. I'd be powerful anyway. And no, they are staying on humanity. Gross. I'm going to say, of course. I'm going to say, of course. I mean, think. okay, first, you got to answer this question 
if you have fang teeth. If you're that teeth guy, do <laughs> you still feel this way? I don't think I would be that guy. But if I was, I mean, I, I would think I'm not a hater, right? Because I'm not a hater in real. Like, I don't hate on people who have things that I, like, I don't hate on people who are like, I don't know. If I see a famous YouTuber, I'm not like, why, why him and not me? You know what I'm saying? That's just not me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I had a bad quirk, I would just try to make the best of it and be like, oh man, shout out to I you wish- for having a good quirk. You must have got all of that, because I am the biggest why him and not me. Really? That stuff eats <laughs> no. me up at night, bro. Oh, man. It's because it's so random that I'm like, why him and not me? Yeah. No. All right. But I don't feel like there's stain on humanity. That's and ex- extreme. I don't feel like it doesn't matter. So I'd have to say, of course, in this, in this aspect. Even if you were fang teeth? Yeah, even if I'm fang to you, because maybe my friend can make cappuccinos in his hand, and then yeah. I just get free cappuccinos all day. And we know? know in this world, too, right? Quirks are transferable. We got people who can give quirks to other people. Like, I'm going to find a way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just going to stay fang to you forever. You're going to be that dude that's getting shocked <laughs> some, with a giant tube in his belly yeah, somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to get, get, get quirk, quirk enhancements. Yeah. <laughs> quirk oh, enhancement God. surgery. All right, next question. Would you kidnap someone? Of course, a child, a dog, a baby, you name it. I can get it. Um, <laughs> Yo, what? Only, only if they were an adult. I don't want to hurt children or animals. Yeah. I mean, I can, but do I have yeah. to? Yeah. And never. I can, but do I have to? Like, Would I kidnap someone? Yeah, I'm going with the first one because of course I recently I recently watched something where it was like the kidnapper didn't have to be a malicious asshole, right? Yeah, I don't, the person didn't even know they were being kidnapped. I mm. want to be that kind type of kidnapper where okay. you don't even know you're being kidnapped. But you would so do it if the job route. if the job uh, required it. Yeah, like if I gotta kidnap your dog, I'm gonna make sure your dog now cool likes me it. more than it likes you okay i like that approach. when i bring it back that makes you know? sense yeah that makes sense all right so i'm gonna go that route um i'm gonna say <laughs> i'm gonna say i can but do i have to because like what am i ho- i don't need a hostage i'm just gonna you're just gonna fear I know, me. you're like that's just extra yeah. that's just something i gotta take care yeah, of I'm i don't want that dealing with a hostage like i'm gonna be complaining you. like <laughs> i'm not doing that i thought about that for a second but then i'm like no this that could be valuable that could be extremely valuable in yeah. some cases it could for sure like with endeavor for example yeah exactly um if you had to get cash quickly could you of course i have a family for that (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) oh my god and then it says of course i have friends for that Mm. i mean i could but it would be tough and i'd have to go hungry but i could Hmm. Hmm. i don't like that's a weird question yeah i don't either at all uh, so it's I want I'm leaning towards the bottom too, but I don't. I don't get <laughs> like I for could, you. But it would be tough. I feel like for you, if you want to be real, you could do the first one. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't. I don't think I would. That's but you wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. And the, but the question is, if you had to, so it's weird. Could you? Could I make temporary friends and then not have those friends? Am I wrong in that though? Could you not? Would you like? We're looking at this question as could. Are you able to? Not not. Would you want to? Is that how you're no, taking the question? No. Yeah. This is could you. This okay. is like if you had to. Could you? Not would you want to? Okay. If you had to, could you? Yeah. If I, you I, had I, to. 
I'm going with the third one. I mean, I could, but it would be tough. Yeah. I'm going to just go with that one. Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> it would be tough. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a follow you there. Because I'm like, I'm, if I'm going that route, I'm probably going to rob a bank or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I might need some time. Exactly. <laughs> or, or I'm going to swipe somebody's envelope or, yeah, or something, yeah. you know. So then we have a simple question. Do you want to take <laughs> over the world? Um, it's the maybe that's I don't want to take over the world. I don't want to take over the world because I don't then want to challenge every person who then wants to take that from me because yeah. i'm lazy yeah i'm lazy i'm lazy before i'm evil right right so i'm gonna say no world domination is a lot of responsibility right like it has to be it is it's got to be like the most um this is tough i want to say i'm gonna say maybe with a question mark because like if you offered me i can't say i wouldn't be like yeah mm. just give me it um, but I don't know that yeah, I would. You might, you might take the like set up some generals route. Yeah, you know, have and, people under like me. sit back. Yeah. I like the um, I like the um, the Rimaru approach from Slime. It's like he's <laughs> kind of he's kind of there doing like his extraordinary stuff, but he has all these people that are like a level below him that are also extremely powerful that just go out and handle stuff. Um, almost like a cabinet or like a. Like you said, like secretaries. Um, so I'm gonna say maybe. I'm gonna say maybe. And then I'm not sure which question this is, but I think we're getting close to the end. Yeah. Uh, are you a team player? And it says obviously yes. I can work with anyone. Then it says I try my best, but somehow I always butt heads. And nah, I like doing things my way. My answer is easy. <laughs> the nah. last one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm torn between the last two because um, I do feel like people I always feel like even if I'm I come in with the idea of like I'm going to be um, elastic and just like go with the flow. Yeah, I feel like there's always a person that comes in as a contrarian and they're just yeah. like, no, no. And I'm like, Ugh. like, geez. Yeah, I feel okay. that. So. Are you on with that hmm. trauma? Oh, okay. I'm thinking. <laughs> this one's harder for me. I just ranted for like 15 minutes earlier about how I hate people who can't carry their weight <laughs> in Destiny raids. And they should be abolished. They should be banned. Well, that's the thing too, but I'm also like, I'm really good at just like meshing in with the team. Yeah, and yeah. I'm thinking about, because I'm like, I'm thinking about the teams on the show, right? Uh, Villain League, uh, the League of Villains. Not so much. Probably gonna butt heads or do things my own way, right? But mm. Meta Liberation Army, there was some, there was some, like connections there. Mm. There was some sense of like, these are people protecting their rights and their 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 way of living. Absolutely, yeah. And like, I felt something behind that, you know. So like, if mm. it was that team, I could definitely work with that team. Okay. So that's why I'm like, mm, I could. So under the right circumstances, <laughs> it sounds like you could. But can I work with anyone? So, so no. put it like this. So, so I'm going to go in the middle. I'm going to go in the middle because I can't work with anyone. Yeah. But most cases, I, I would be okay. I was going to say, put it like this. My answer, the way I'm answering it, I'm saying no, because even if it's a great team, I would still rather not be with the team. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It sounds yeah. like you're saying if it's a great team, you're good with being with the team. Yeah, if it's a great team, I can be with the team. So you're saying I should say the first one if if we go by that logic. Um, I wasn't saying a specific one. I was just saying something else to think about. But I, I think the first or the second one. No, I like that because if, if we – I would rather go by those similar standards. So we're saying, yeah, are you a team player if the team is at its peak? Yeah. I would say yes. Yeah. Because that's, that's te- te- peak team cohesion. Mm. <laughs> that's how you get into like a – what's the name? That's – that's uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Haikyuu. That's oh. how you become Haikyuu. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Peak, a well-oiled machine. Peak team cohesion. Yeah. All right, and the next question is, sorry, I was thinking about the question so hard because I thought it was the last one. Oh. <laughs> how do you like your coffee? Black, like my soul, with milk and creamer, with sugar for that added sweetness. Ew, coffee, I'll take some tea. I have to have sugar in my coffee. Yeah, me too. This is a weird question. This is a very weird question. <laughs> I hope it. Does, I hope they're not reading my but we'll personality. See what that means. That's going to be the that. determining factor. Yeah. That coffee. That's funny. You have your pick of hero schools to attend. Which do you choose? Am I, am I still in the right quiz here? I think Are you so. Still yeah. getting these questions. I still have this question. Yeah. Okay. This is weird. Okay. You have your pick of hero schools to attend. Which do you choose? Shigetsu, Shigetsu High School, UA High School, Seijin High School, or I go to a normal school. I think Shiketsu High School was the one that the wind guy came from. Okay, what's Seijin? I think that's the. Uh, I want to. That's the other one, but I can't remember. Any Why would I not go to UA? Why would I go to any school that's not UA? That's true. Yeah, so I, I do UA. like the wind guy though, but yeah, they have to wear weirder <laughs> uniforms. I like UA's uni- uniforms better. Yeah, for sure. Do you like the day, or are you a night owl? Oh, come on, man! Come on, man! What? This is my sc- man. Night. That's not fair. Care about no sun. Night. Abolish the sun. <laughs> That's my. Are you a loud? Are you a loud or quiet person? Very I'm loud. loud. I wouldn't consider myself to be loud, but I am told I am. <laughs> I try to be loud, but nothing comes out and quite quite quiet. I'm quite quiet. I don't know how to answer this question. <laughs> I don't know that. Sh- well. Do you think I'm loud? You live next to me for most of my life. I don't think just you living is loud. I think I think when you're excited about something that you're talking about, your voice is loud. Uh-huh. I don't think you're if we're using loud and more of like a not noise level, but like a like I don't feel you impose your will on people. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel like you shout to get your point across type of thing. Okay. Um so I I don't know. Cuz I would say yeah, up. if I had to go for majority, I think I'd say I'm quiet. Yeah. Like as a person, I think you're quiet. Yeah. If that makes sense. All right. So that was the last question. What did you get, Tiz? Um, so I got the League of Villains. Um, no way! Which I'm not mad about. So I'm going to read it. It says, joining the League of Villains means taking on society as a whole. Um, that sounds like me. Utilizing a form of the <laughs> ideology that Stain left behind, my guy, and following Tamura Shigaraki. Yeah. Now also my guy, to the end of the earth. 
um, well, maybe just to the end of heroes as we know them to be. While you might do bad thing, bad in quotes things, your motives aren't entirely villainous. You might be motivated by a form of love, revenge, or maybe just family issues. Luckily, you being in the League of Villains gives you a say in what you do, as long as you don't go against Shigaraki. That is, <laughs> I am Shigaraki. Yeah, that's what I was like. You're like, I can't, I can't go against myself. Yeah. So many sense. Guys, I'm going to fill y'all in right now. Tiz is that dude that's like, let's say you're in a group of friends and you decide one day to go see one of those like psychics that can read past lives, right? Mm-hmm. And like, while everyone else is like, oh, in your past life, you were a golden retriever. In your past life, you were like a little, uh, sh- a third <laughs> shipmate or some shit. Yeah. She's going to like touch Ty and her eyes are going to like roll back in her head. <laughs> and then she's going to be like, you've been like a king in every past life or some type of. <laughs> messiah or a great religious leader in every single past life wait i want to be like, an evil king. he's though. that guy <laughs> huh i want to be an evil king i was thanos in a past life <laughs> but you get what i'm saying yeah, right yeah, like yeah. he's so he's gonna have lived like all the crazy past lives and you're gonna be like really though that's what i want <laughs> like, you're looking at me, you're like really <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome uh all right i got which i expected to get i got meta liberation Ooh, army we got different ones uh you you joined Mo. I I felt like I for some reason I felt like when I picked I would kidnap anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> that that would put me in League of Villains, but then yeah. maybe they actually heard my rationale yeah, and they yeah, were yeah. like, "Well, you she's doing reason. it for the cause," yeah. you know. So because <laughs> none of them so, seem so, like bad people at all. <laughs> no, they don't. That's what I hated about it. Like they're the chillest people they're ever. Just regular. <laughs> You join, it's like it's like everybody's walking out to get their newspaper in the morning and everyone just turns into a fucking They're ninja. neighbors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> That's funny. Um you join more than 10,000 other members around the world sulking in the shadows as part of the Meta Liberation Army. While there may be many of you ready whenever the call comes, your ideals are absolute and you know when you succeed. Not if, but when. Ooh. Society will be free from its struggles and everyone can live free with their quirk. That is, of course, if all goes to plan. This feels like very Hawksy, right? Mm-hmm. That seems like it almost aligns with Hawks Hawks's mentality. It definitely does. Alright, well, I hope you all enjoyed that. I enjoyed that little quiz. That was good. I like getting into the to the ideals of the of the villains. Mm-hmm. Quote Some of unquote, the best villains I'm using that term loosely. Because yeah. cause they are no after this week they are no longer the League of Villains. Yeah. <laughs> So we got I guess we got to stop calling them that. Yeah, we got to get there. But we'll get into that. So uh let's go ahead to anime corner. Yeah, let's do it. So something I'm heavily considering that I think would be an addition to this section. Because, you know, we, you know, every season we transition into the next season of anime, you know, and I think that the episode before we talk about the upcoming anime, I think it would be a good idea to also include maybe some shows that we are watching, but we don't necessarily have a place to talk about them oh, every you just want me week. to talk about black clover don't you you want to know well, what's going on in black clover <laughs> look just watch the show that's what i'm gonna tell you i love that you say that i'm like thinking of three tv shows that i'm just watching that i've never talked about because There's they're no not anime on. or they just don't 
they they're not worth talking about every single week. Yet. Right, right. <laughs> but sure, I, if it speaks to your heart, brother, That's let your fine. heart sing. I just want you to watch it. <laughs> we will get there. Trust me, and it will be much like my watch of Gurren Logan. It will be worth the wait. Yeah, it will. It will. Yeah, um. Matter. So, uh, let me do something out of the norm here. Mm-hmm. Um. I just want to catch up on a few things before we catch up on my hero, if that's okay with you. Yeah. That's cool. Um, because I don't know if you've caught up on Peach Boy. Yeah, I finished it. I finished. But it. caught up on Peach Boy, caught up on um to your eternity. Yeah. Because um, I don't think we talked on... about that ending well, either. I'm caught up Did on we? the dub. No, I'm caught up on the dub of that. Okay. Which is one episode and... away from the ending. So next week. Oh, I'll okay. Be able to, yeah. Oh, okay. Perfect. Next week. And then um caught up on i feel like there's one more that i'm here oh Fena, the pirate princess okay i haven't started that yet yeah so i'll just you know clean clean these up a little bit just let you know that we've been that i've been tracking them Mm -hmm. um so we'll talk about peach boy first because nothing crazy happened Mm -hmm. um and this is going to be like the determining point Uh, of whether this show i'll say say, no i'll just say two quote unquote crazy things happen to me for me sure um i'll let, i'll get to them but i'll I'll let you i'll talk to about them when we get to them but um oh well i don't particularly remember the last thing that we talked about in this show um we, um so we, that's why i was like if you we talked about um let me think we talked about winnie um we talked about the little boy getting okay. Todoroki yes. getting aced. Mm, yes. Um, I think that was the last episode that we talked about on here. So we didn't super duper get into like Winnie's weird noticing and obsession with uh Sally's like latent no, magical power. We didn't really talk about that. No, that's probably where we could start. Yeah. Um, but I want to mention because something that we brought off brought up off the podcast that you had brought up to me, and then like I saw and researched a little bit what was, was that? that we talked about like the weird episode order. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And when I was reading more about the show, because part of me I was going through my um anime database thing and Mm -hmm. checking off shows that i had watched this season just Mm to get all that stuff uh caught up and i was like trying to see like people were like some people were like really trashily reviewing the show and i'm just like do people hate it um because i'm like i can see how some people could hate it but it's it's not hate offensive like it's not that bad yeah i don't say i could hate it like it's not that yeah well you know what I'm of course leave it to the manga readers of course to hate yeah. it um so yeah somebody had just brought up the point that like some of the beginning episodes i think it's within the first like four are like out of order mm-hmm. um and then i think someone like actually posted the order that they think the episodes should go in or they go in according to the manga right um all that being said didn't really make a huge difference for me because right. Um, you still get the gist of everything that's going on, um, regardless of the order you watch that in. Yeah. But um, I just thought that was worth noting because I thought that was it is weird. Like it is jarring when you're first watching it to be like, wait, what? Didn't this already happen? You're like, don't I already know this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's weird. And that they like jump to flashbacks without warning you. Like they'll just yeah. start the episode and it'll be in the past, but you don't it's know just it's in, in the past, past. yet. Yeah, because yeah, everybody looks exactly the yeah, same. Exactly. It's weird. So, um, 
Yeah. But I got past that, I think, pretty. Like, it, it, the show never confused me the way. Like, even a show like, because I, I told you I've been forcing myself to try to watch ReZero. And that mm-hmm. show doesn't, that show is in order, and I have no idea what's happening. And Peach Boy is out of order, but I get every, I get exactly what's happening. So it's like. Now, what does that say? You Jeez. know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's weird. So, okay. So where we are in Peach Boy is that they were at, I think they, they were heading out into woods to this witch, right? Winning. Because yeah. Sally wanted magical training yeah, i don't know but they were heading to and the dude and the dude um the knight that's with her had something to talk to her about or something like that hawthorne hawthorne yeah now all i know is that they, they come across like there's like a, these elf the elf people and the lizard, lizard. demi humans yeah. are like coming together because there is a giant demon deku tree yeah because <laughs> that's all he is in my mind is he's the the deku tree from zelda the corrupted um, one is attacking he's been released from some seals mm. um that he was sealed in in the forest and he's been attacking mm. uh their territories mm. so these two kingdoms which i guess is the elf and the demi human lizard people they don't talk normally um so they're coming together um can can i'm i'm losing my words here but you know what i mean against their will essentially yeah yeah to solve this problem um and sally gets wrapped up in the midst of that Mm. um so oh there's also a tiny uh blonde girl who is dressed like a nun but she is also an ogre uh, yeah she's the one who's been traveling with mikoto right no no okay no nobody's been traveling with with mikoto except that dog no no mikoto's been with a nun girl or he met a nun girl or something who we thought lost like he was gonna kill her because she was an ogre but there was a whole flashback episode about this but then she said she lost her horn or something so then he she was like i'm gonna just follow you around because i'm defenseless and then remember he was all annoyed at her following him around and, and stuff like that. You remember? No, that? I don't remember that at all. Really? There's like a whole no. like couple of episodes with just him and this nun and this nun girl was following him around. I don't remember that at all. That's crazy. Oh jeez. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but yeah, apparently she's the one that woke him up and mm-hmm. then they were saying that she was sent by Sumeragi. Mm-hmm. So uh but yeah. Was this all done to get Sally to remember her powers? I don't know. Like, why did he do this? <laughs> I don't understand. Well, I think Sumeragi knows that um, Mikoto was an ogre. Um, mm-hmm. I think in a weird way, one of the scenes I wanted to talk about was where Mikoto has that little encounter with Sumeragi. And we find out sneakily that I think they're trying to hint at the fact that Sumeragi's like dumb strong. Because he's like, mm-hmm. he's moving and Mikoto doesn't even notice he's moving. He's blocking his sword with like a finger. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I'm like, I thought this dude was just a helpless like ogre who just was really good at talking and like scheming. But it seems like he's actually like really, really strong. Well, that and he also has that ability to like keep. It's like the Peach Boy powers don't trigger on him because he doesn't show animosity. Mm. Yeah. Do you think so that's true for like Mikoto he- too? Yeah, because Mikoto's eye didn't trigger on him either. Okay. That's always... why he never fights him. That's why I think oh. they never fight, because Mikoto's powers won't trigger, and so he can't, like, take 
take him out. Okay, okay, okay. Um, that makes sense then. Yeah. Cause like, I I was confused because I'm like Mikoto has killed every ogre that he has basically come into contact with. Yeah. Um, except for Carrot because of Sally. Right. And so the fact that he's come into contact with Sumeragi like what like three times now and yeah. he's still alive is like has to be that it has to be it because be, of that yeah. because otherwise he is like it's sword first and discussion later well he did swing his sword and he did catch it with two fingers so i don't know if that was well, yeah, because yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, yeah. i don't know if he was weakened because he didn't have his power or if sumeragi strong i don't know which one it is i um, think it's sumeragi because it happened to sally too yeah um but i find that part of that development of whatever he's planning is kind of interesting to me um and then they did you what how did you feel about the little like kind of mini lore dump that the tree did when he was talking to Sally where he was like ogres are just the manifestation of human hate <laughs> or something and that's why a tree can be an ogre that's why a random you know what i mean like how did how did i you, just said i, thought that was I was like weird. man that that's oddly specific yeah <laughs> like that specifically set juxtaposed to Sally's like <laughs> Oh, i want to help everybody because yeah because he even <laughs> said he was like that peach power you have is sp- specifically meant to kill ogres um, yeah so how do you feel about that and she's like well fine then either you're gonna cooperate with humans or you're gonna die <laughs> and i was like okay Sally. and i said and i was like this is why i love this show because it's like it's going for like it's like don't racism's bad and if you don't believe it's bad, I'm gonna punch gonna you. Gonna beat you face. down. Yeah, she's Malcolm X, bro. <laughs> she's Sally X. But um, yes, <laughs> I'm done, bro. Ogre and ogre and human equality by any any means necessary. Uh, but yeah, so my thing is just uh, yeah, it felt like weirdly specific in that like yeah, ogres are vessels of human hatred. I'm I'm kind of tired of the enemy in anime being the 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 culmination of human hatred like like (laughs) or pain and suffering can we get away from that just a little bit like no except for because we are only juju can do it we are our own enemies i guess so yeah we we are our own biggest enemy it's like another way Um, to have humans fight humans without actually fighting humans (laughs) is to make them fight their collective hate that took on a life of its own well if even if they say that about ogres like demi humans aren't that so yeah. explain that racism that's happening that's true yeah that's true. and sally does want to fix that too right yeah but how do you do that in a world where mikoto exists um, right i don't know i don't know I, but i like the characters in the show uh i like the mystery around sally's latent abilities now that this episode, at least, it seems somewhat that she is aware now that yeah. she has some sort of power. She's she just control. doesn't know how strong it is. Um, and yeah, we got to see her punch a, a, a tree into splinters. Yeah. A very large tree. Um, <laughs> that was such a weird, like, enemy to go with. It was so weird. <laughs> oh, man. And then I thought it was hilarious because Sally's doing her whole big, like, threatening speech. And, like, nobody's really fought up until this point. There's been a lot of threatening, but, like, yeah. nobody's really fought. Yeah. And um, so she's doing her big threatening speech at the tree, and, like, she's about to punch it. And she's like, yeah, I know my powers are for creatures like you that don't want to cooperate. And then, <laughs> meanwhile, a blonde-haired ogre has <laughs> disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
peace out not gonna be here for when she's done punching you in the face exactly um so i thought that was pretty hilarious that she just snuck away and i but yeah the i, I thought her powers me, were me, gone that was mikoto was left with the sleeping ogre but um yeah that's all i wanted to say about that the sleeping one is the one that little kid one right yeah yeah okay that's what i thought um so yeah but, a lot of um, open questions still i think yeah well how is the blonde haired ogre so strong with a broken horn that's what i'm saying and why and does mikoto know not know that she had hair powers and is Meki a spy carrot i don't think i don't i think carrot's good i think carrot's valid i get Carrot's i get good advice. then why is she reporting to Suragi? i think she is she is directly reporting no i know i know sally's motions and whereabouts but i think i'm gonna tell you what i think it is i think sumaragi said something to carrot that is like yo i know you like this girl if you want her to he basically i think he conned her into thinking that yeah. she's doing oh, uh, something he's good sh- well no he's probably like i'll, I'll kill her if you don't or something. yeah or something like that yeah i'm sure but exactly um i don't think she you is were, a bad she guy. was ready to die already so yeah just die don't snitch on your friend that's true that's true um, or tell her yeah that's true as well and let her deal with it that's what i don't but get, I'm just like, saying if that's why she feels like a snitch just saying i want to know what sumeragi is like like is <laughs> the he, devil because there's there's <laughs> ogre like it seems like there's high level ogres that look yeah. like humans and then there's ogres specifically who remove their horns who also look like humans mm-hmm. is he was he was he, is he going to be one of those things where he's like a super rare ogre that was never born with a horn, so he was like bullied growing up, and now he's like a super mastermind? Where I'm he's telling just good you, at manipulating. It, like, what's, I think his horn on? is just somewhere weird. Things just really tiny somewhere weird. I think it's just somewhere weird. <laughs> I think it's just like growing up his back or something. Why does he? Why do you think he's never? Like he's he's in a full trench coat. That's true. He's hiding that horn somewhere weird. <laughs> why do you think he acts like a human though? Like, why do you think he's so intent on? He's doing because this is my this is my. He saw a dude this flat is my in a town with a blink. He blinked his eye and a town disappeared. Like if he has this say, type this of is, power, you know what I mean. I was supposed to say this is my villain academia. <laughs> no, I was supposed to say like this is what I was talking about when I, I answered the quiz and I was like operate in full secrecy because you have full freedom to do evil when nobody knows that you're evil but the other they're ogre not even looking at you blink so a town out of existence it did and you're the telling me one, he, right? he has to hide if he has that type of power too he's doing a different type of evil that's true so he he's has to doing the kind he's doing the manipulative type of evil that's different yeah because you can be an ogre and blow up towns, right? But that's not going to guarantee you any type of territory because the, the humans true. in the bigger towns are just going to kill, come looking at you. Um, but if you can uh, mastermind some humans out of their land legally, yeah. <laughs> that might be a different... Uh, it's less of a hassle that way. Benefit, yeah. I just got to know what his goal is, but, I think. I just got to know some goals. This... So, well, you at least told me this show has a dub, right? Uh, is it this Boy? show? Or was it? Yeah, does Peach Boy have a dub? I have no idea. I've been watching this other. Okay, then no. Okay. Then uh then we will uh pray that this gets dub. another season. Yeah. And uh I will listen to that 
I'll, I'll probably get a sample of that sweet, sweet guitar opening for our soundboard. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. We'll pray for the best. <laughs> sweet. Alright. Next. What's next? Uh, okay, Peach Boy, clean up real quick. Uh, the other one that I wanted to talk about, I list them all. Oh, Tiz is finishing. You, you've got to finish to your eternity. So what happened on the episode that you're on? So the last episode that I saw, uh, uh, why am I forgetting his name now? Um, Fushi? The, yeah, Fushi. Fushi just beat the knocker that had stolen Gugu and a bunch of his oh, other okay. lives from him. Um, mm-hmm. So him with the help of that island that he was stranded on with the with the mm. gladiator arena, the prisoners, stuff. yeah, the prisoners. Um, they just beat the knocker that came there. Okay. And um, how did that episode end though? He, I think he was talking to the dude in the robe, like usual. And oh, no, and then the the man dressed in black. Yeah, he was saying something to him. And about something, um, but I can't remember exactly. But that was that was the last episode that I saw. Was it the black? Was it the guy in the black was telling him like the as long as you stay around the people you care about, the knockers are always gonna be a danger to them. Well, he said that was way. He said like that, that way back. Um, okay. But what was it? It was something about like the the future of the journey and and something like that. Um, was what, was what it boiled down to. Okay. Um, and basically Fushi being like. Uh, or it was, it was something along the lines of like he has to keep collecting these different experiences and different powers essentially from all these people he encounters that die or whatever mm-hmm. um, so yeah uh, I like where it's going though from, from where I'm le- left off at but yeah we'll we'll dive a little bit deeper when you get to the end because okay. I, think, I think it's worth waiting for the end to talk about that Okay. so I'll skip right over to Fina, the pirate princess. So, I think the last part, the last time I spoke about this, I told you it was getting a little bit more interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, The world pieces were coming into play, some things they had set up, Mm -hmm. um, especially around this uh, piece of glass, which is like kind of the only hint we had towards anything substantial going on Mm -hmm. uh, in the world uh, outside of Fina herself, like escaping being like some dude's wife yeah. um but yeah what it's turning into now is there there is another player in the world it's like this uh i think his name's it's abel and i think he's a prince and he's like this blonde haired blue eyed dude and yeah. I, I forget where they what country they're coming from but he's after her for reasons we don't a hundred percent know um all we know is that like he has a painting of this woman that looks exactly like her Mm. and then he like we're we're made to believe that this woman was her mother Mm. and it's like they look like he's after her for her ties to her mother but at the same time it also feels it's giving like those vibes of like he wants to like reincarnate her mother somehow yeah through her but again i don't understand this world has hints of magic in it but there is no magic yet to be so i don't know if this is a case of this man wants to reincarnate the woman he was in love with or 
he is just going to kidnap her and pretend she's her mother. I don't know. Like, okay. I, I don't know what is the most realistic outcome of this in this world yeah. so far. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, there was a... She... Uh, Fina had been kidnapped by some pirates who were hired by this guy to capture her. But then there was some tension between the this guy and the pirates he uh, hired to capture her because they want something else that Fina also has, some type of coordinates mm-hmm. uh, to some place, some myth, uh, legend, legend-ish mythical place mm-hmm. uh, out in the ocean. Okay. So all we really learn up One until piece. this point so far yeah a little bit <laughs> all we really like i literally earlier today i wanted to say this feels like serious one piece that's funny it feels like because there's all these like various parties with different interests yeah. that are all centered around like these long forgotten historical memories that are tied Yo, to that's one, one piece <laughs> It's the you gotta so find the, the poneglyph the poneglyphs with the with the world's lost history on it to, so to find one piece. So maybe it's serious one piece. Yo, that's um, crazy. That's funny. That's crazy. Because uh, so, I'm describing that to you with no knowledge of one piece. The vo- they call it the void era. It's like a big gap in history that they all oh they're all God. trying to like uncover what happened in order to figure out how to get to the treasure. It's crazy. Well, the big gap here is that apparently Fina's father or her Mm. family the family she descends from were like the secret keepers of all this shit Mm. and she's like the only surviving member but she was like cast away on this boat when she was like three years old shit yeah um but they keep calling her like this the white marginal or something and i like still have no idea what that means i have Mm. no idea what that means in this world Mm. but uh i think i talked about it before the goblin knights are cool (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, which yeah. are kind of her like ruffian pirate party so yeah. they're like pirate ninjas the they're really cool Knights. um that's actually so, yeah. a cool name i'm not mad at that i think Fina's doing something i think it's just taking a while to set its pieces in the the animation okay. is there the character design is there i think it just needs a little bit more time mm-hmm. um but i don't know how much more time it's gonna get right so right we will see how many how many episodes is it in so far I want to say this was like the seventh episode today. Do you know if it's so like, like going to be twelve seven, or? I have no idea because this is the one that is produced by Adult Swim and Crunchyroll, oh, and it yeah, started yeah. late. It gotcha. started late in the season, so I have no idea how long it's go. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna definitely so, watch that. Some point. All right, now I think we can talk about my hero. <laughs> Let's do it. Um. All right, so we rewind two episodes back. Uh, Tenko, I can't remember his last name. Shimura? Shim- uh, Shimura, yeah. Tenko Shimura. Yeah. Go. Um. Oh, so basically we got. Um. <laughs> this is Shigaraki, right? For that's the same. That's his real name, right? Yeah. We. Yeah, I Tenko. just said that because I think that's the name of that episode. Yeah, was. Yeah. Tenko Shimura. Um, so we find out that Shigaraki, Tomura Shigaraki's real name was Tank Tanko Tanki? Tanko. Which one would you say? Tanko. Tanko Shimura, yeah. Um, and we kinda get just straight up a flashback of him as a child. Um they had referenced I think they might have referenced this early on about the hands that being around his body being his family members. Um and yes. they talked about an incident 
from when he was younger where basically uh he killed all of his family and they take us back in time to see that um and he he's comes from this kind of weird household with like a somewhat like uh, emotionally and physically abusive all right uh, so pause here because mm-hmm. here's here's where they walked a very delicate tightrope all right, because here's where you could easily have fallen into tropey crap, mm-hmm. which is my grandmother is, and I don't remember this hero's name. I'm sorry, but it's the lady that trained All Might. Yeah, and she was All Might before him. As well. Yes. Yeah. She Essentially, had the power yeah, she, of all she for had the or one all for all. All. So that is his <laughs> that grandmother. Time. So her son is his father. And so the father is like, we do not speak of heroes in this household because heroes abandon their children and blah, 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 blah. So they make it very clear that he is hurt Mm -hmm. by the fact that his mother has chosen being a hero over being his mother. Okay. But this is a grown man with a family. Right. Okay. But the, but Tanko and his sister, very much play at the fact that they they are very much like regular kids where they still look up to heroes like they can't ignore the fact that heroes right and when the father's not around they pretend to be heroes all that kind of stuff exactly i think that's important to be said yeah yeah. (laughs) so it's like his dad's not just being abusive to be abusive like no he's like stop doing hero stuff in front of me because this is very triggering for me yeah but he he (laughs) takes it to the next level yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, he does like they do it like it's one of those situations where tomura and his sister and them i think he had other siblings too or was it just his mother it was just a sister. I think it was just a sister. Okay. But it, he had um. It was like uh. He had a lot of family living with him in the house. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Like um, the dad was, you know, the dad was taking care of everybody. Yeah, but it was to the point where they were like afraid of this man, right? Like if they even yeah. so much as mentioned heroes or did something, he would like strongly come down on them. Like um. Yeah. And I think one of the situations was he. The sister was in the office, um, was in his office and found a picture of, uh, I don't know if it was of the grandmother um, or it was something with a hero. And he was like, she, she brought it to Tomura basically being like, yeah. I'll support your dream of being a hero. Um, I'll become a hero with you in secret. And then the dad, well, yeah, she said, this lady, this lady is our grandmother. Yeah. And, they, was, and yeah. it's like, they're showing a picture of her in the hero costume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's basically like, don't worry, I'm on your side still. Even if uh, we can't talk about being heroes, I support you and I'll become a hero mm-hmm. with you. And then the dad finds out that somebody was going through his stuff and mm-hmm. he gets so heated and he's like, I thought I told you never to blah, 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 blah. And then the daughter just, sell- the sister just sells <laughs> out Tomura. She's just Immediately. like, it was him. I told him not to do it. I had nothing to do with this. And I, yo, I <laughs> felt for him so bad. I was like, yo because his face was like are you serious (laughs) he's like no she did not (laughs) like that was the look on his face no chance to defend himself and we find out that he does he has this habit of like scratching himself whenever he's nervous or whenever he's in like a a bad situation so he like does that in those moments throughout the episode yeah and then um Am I jumping too much if I just skip to the scene of what happened? No, you're fine. Okay, so basically, uh, he's outside one night with the dog, I think. They have a family pet. 
and he's like oh sorry earlier in the episode there's like a little scene with a ball where he like he doesn't think he has a cork at all but then like he's playing catch or something then like a piece Mm -hmm. of this ball disintegrates but i don't think he thinks anything of it at the time but Mm -hmm. then later after that incident where his sister ratted him out to his dad or whatever um he's outside with the dog basically just like uh this sucks like i hate this like blah blah and then his quirk awakens while he's petting the dog and the dog just starts turning into dust and like crumbles and they do this thing that they've never done with his power before where it's like <laughs> after, this is so weird it's like after they crumble to dust they turn back into like meat and flesh and there's just it, like we a, shouldn't for okay first of all don't say crumble to dust yet because that it it's not dust it yeah cracks. it's not dust it's not dust. it's like it's like they become stone and they start to crack apart. Crack, yeah. Because they do make the... Because I kept thinking about this, right? Because his, his quirk is decay. Yeah. But I was like, decay to me means, like, rotting. Right. Not, like, breaking Humbling. apart. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he essentially, like... It's like they kind of become stone and then they crack. Yeah. And then the, the cracked pieces turn back to like meat chunks yeah which is weird like after they settle they're like yeah. it's like a puddle of blood and just human meat chunks and they show it, it like on stew. screen looks um, like stew so first he does that to his dog right and he's just like <laughs> he said, and they show it on screen <laughs> yeah they show it on screen i'm like yo my hair's yeah, never been this dark we see it. <laughs> i'm like is this pg-13 anymore um but the whole time so tomura's narrating in his head he's like i thought it was a villain attacking me because i don't have a quirk like he's like i didn't have a quirk and so he thinks a villain's attack killed his dog and he's like oh my god i'm scared i'm scared i think that's when his sister comes out the house sees the dog thinks he did it and he's like no it's not me it's a villain and then he runs at his sister to like grab her because she goes to run away he -hmm. grabs her arm she immediately starts to turn into uh like stone or whatever and starts crumbling Mm -hmm. now she's a pile of chunks on the floor the mom comes out to hug him um there's like a whole bunch of other stuff happening i think around um i'm i'm kind of fogging on that but the mother comes out to like basically just give him a hug like son i whatever i still love you he runs touches her now she's crumbled into a pile of chunks no 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 no. wait 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 because i think this is the part where there's a point at maybe only slightly because i think the thing that stand stood out in my mind is that i think after the sister melts it's like the grandmother or somebody somebody starts to scream yeah and I that's know it's chaotic. when he that's when he starts to panic and that's when he grab. isn't that when he touches the ground and then everything in front of him starts to crumble yeah. like the all the grass and so his mother starts running towards him i think to save him because i remember she's reaching out and then she just starts falling apart and he's not even touching her yeah 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 Yeah, because i think that's what they said about him remembering his powers and he's always had that power all along but he's sitting there and it's like he's sitting at the very back of the yard and everything in front of him has started to 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 crumble and then that's when the father shows up right and sees everybody did the father comes out and then he's just like no no this one is for me (laughs) and he runs up to him i forget what the dad was saying at the time but he basically jumps in the air doesn't he doesn't he beg his dad first like isn't he like dad like isn't he like casa and casa and then his dad like kind of puts it together but then instead of 
consoling him, he like immediately goes to punish him, and then that's when he snaps. Because he's like, because yeah. he he, there's almost a moment. Because I thought I remember saying like, if someone had reached out to me yeah. in that moment, I wouldn't have gone like, this way, changed. Yeah. yeah, and so it was like that was the very last time that he was like, someone help me, please. Yeah. And then, then his dad raised the the, I think it was like the piping from like the lawn he sprinkler. He went to defend himself, the, yeah, to attack him. Yeah, yeah that's right. it was that's like right. the underground pipe. So that's he right. swings the pipe at him and scratches his face. Yeah. And then that's when he's like, fuck you, yeah, like yeah. clamps onto him. He and grabs just his like, forehead, Bleh. slams him onto the ground, <laughs> and then just turns him into a pile of chunks too. And then like in the course of him, I think, is it in the course of him running at his father that his hair changes color or does that happen before that? because this is where his uh, hair turns white yeah it happens a certain in all of that mix somewhere i don't remember exactly yeah, where i don't know if it happens when he kills his dad or right before, before but like yeah. it might be like when his mom dies that his hair turns white yeah yeah exactly but yeah um, once his dad um once his dad decides to swipe at him as opposed to coming to his aid yeah. is when he just goes you know what yeah. i can't pretend that i don't want to kill you because that's what we find out the scratching is his want to get revenge on all these people for treating him so badly so the scratching is because he's like he knows he's having very bad thoughts Mm -hmm. and he can't act on it yeah and when he says he says right at that moment where he kills his dad he's like Mm -hmm. this is the best feeling i've ever felt in my life um and he's like i felt happy i felt joy yeah he's like all the typical villain stuff you know what i mean and when it's they like kill the first time i never wanted to like scratch my face yeah the first time the, <laughs> itch was the gone. itching was gone yeah um, oh man so that's kind of Dark- that episode darkness yeah and that leads directly into this week's episode mm-hmm. where he's like right after he does all that he's like walking down the street the next day because he has no family anymore and he's just like looking for some anybody to help him and it's okay so mess- that's where he says that that's yeah. where he says it's so messed up that like you see people stop on the street to like look at him but they see his face and how it's all like i assume this dude's just like super scaly and ashy looking and like his skin yeah. is just all crusty even and though it he's doesn't, also his hands are covered in blood his <laughs> hands are covered in blood his like they do a, kind of a really good job in this episode showing it but i think normally they yeah. don't they don't do as well of a job displaying what his physical features probably would really look like in real life yeah um like i assume this dude's just really nasty looking like he just has like the nastiest looking skin um, yeah, but it's these like people... a zoom in on like SpongeBob. Yeah, exactly. When SpongeBob's real dry. Oh, dry. Um, but these people, like, there's this lady who stops, looks at him, sees his face. She's like, she's like, oh, do you need any help, little little fella? She sees him. Yeah, she's like, oh my god. But like in her head, and then she's like, well, I gotta go. The police will get here soon, I'm sure. Um, she's like, gotta work, you know, jobs. Yeah, and it's just like nobody wants to help him because he just looks so, like, I guess creepy. Um. And it's like from that point on, we find out that all for one is the one who's finally like, hey, I'll help you. Like, I'll give you a place to whatever, whatever. And he's basically like, hey, if you want to use your quirk for bad or for good, it doesn't matter. Just do whatever you want. Do whatever your heart tells you. Um, And that's kind of how it's so weird because he's just he's rolling around on the floor, like having this weird like seizure of like, ah like i'm yeah. itching and uh, feelings and then like um all for one is just sitting there like he's like hey uh, you you could just do whatever you want and then you won't feel this way yeah he's like i'm not judging i don't, you, I don't understand why and you're just like, <laughs> like oh god <laughs> 
get into um, this little boy's developing brain. But yeah, so um, I am assuming that Tomura uh, pulls from this these memories yeah. during his fight with Death Redestro. Redestro. Uh, because this fight changes uh, sides very quickly. Because it yeah. seems like Redestro has the upper hand with his stress ability. Yeah. Um, which feels like it should be a never-ending power, but it apparently does have limits. Yeah. Um, um, which kind of got weird. What was up when, when he, like, pulled the, like, machinery <laughs> okay, and stuff on. out I of the ground? Okay, hold on. I forgot about and... this part. What was so, that? What happened? Something happens that Redestro decides that he needs, like, his reinforcement. Yeah. Which is essentially a, like, rocket-powered... Uh, uh, Iron Man suit, suit that like shows up onto the scene and attaches itself to him. Yeah, but it's like a stress-inducing suit, so it's like it, it attaches to him and then it, it, it hurts like, him more. It yeah, it punctures things into his body. Yeah, um, I guess to cause more stress. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so like weird. this is where you're just like, yeah, I'm watching an anime. Absolutely. <laughs> You kind of just turn your brain off and you yeah. go, yeah, sure. I don't need that an explanation. Whatever. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they were prepared for this. That's all you know. Yeah. This whole city was built for this. Exactly. Um, uh, that's Tomura. all you really. Tomura goes Super Saiyan in that fight. <laughs> all I really, Ultra all I really instinct. came. Oh, before we leave that completely, let's talk about. Uh, so, all for one during this part gives us gives uh, Shigaraki his name that yeah. we know him by. So as a he no longer is Tanko Shimura and he becomes uh, uh Tomura Shigaraki. Help me out, Tomura Shigaraki. Shigaraki. And, Shigaraki and we is learn, all for one's last and name. he asks him, he's like, "What is why?" He's like, "Why are you giving me a new name?" And he's like, "Well, you're becoming a new person." Yeah. And so he's like, "Well," to, and he tells him, "Tomura means to mourn or mourning, like okay. uh, mourning a death." Yeah. And uh, then he goes. Uh, so why Shigaraki? Shigaraki is my name, and yeah. they just leave it at that. So we just learned that all for one last name is Shigaraki. Shigaraki, which huh. um, cool. And tidbit. so we at least have the future knowledge that we know that. Uh, I think we already knew that this was his grand. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Why do I never remember her name? The grandmother. The previous. The previous All Might. Uh, one for all user. Yes, yeah. we I, I we already knew this. I think we knew costume. this from when, yeah, from when All Might and One for All were fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We knew this. Um, yeah, because that's how that's when we found out. We actually found out that that was the grandmother back then too. Yeah. Um, so I feel like this is just the missing story, so to speak, of how this happened. Yeah, Shigaraki had a terrible childhood. Yeah, it was rough. That, that is rough. rough. It's a rough quirk to just randomly awaken on your dog. <laughs> That'd be horrible. On your corgi. Yeah, like gee, he didn't even—he didn't deserve that. Nah. <laughs> he was just trying to be a dog and console you. Um, be happy with. But him, I'm just so. thinking, like, think about how many other kids that have dangerous quirks yeah. that probably learned about their quirk in a not so great way. How come blow anybody? Well, probably yeah, that's like. Ba- you know, Bakugo probably like blew a cat up, and yeah. we just don't talk about it. <laughs> Or he blew either that or they he blew up like something inanimate, you know what I mean? So it wasn't a yeah, a big or some deal. kids walking around with a hook hand, yeah, because he shook hands with Bakugo on the wrong day, yeah, exactly. So, 
I'm assuming that he's not the only. Like, okay, here's another one. Do you think that Shoto's only a hero because his dad forced him to be? I I won't go that far, but I think it's a major reason why. You know what I mean? Because the man that abused you, you're still gonna live in honor of what he does. You're still gonna become a hero. Like, why why isn't Shoto a villain? Yeah, I mean, I think he easily could have been too. I think he easily could have been. The same thing, like, okay, here's here's my only argument, right, of yeah. why I will never sympathize with this story. <laughs> Real quick, the only the only difference with him too is his entire family. He killed himself. I don't think that happens often. Somebody, yeah, might, yeah, like yeah, you yeah, said, yeah, blow yeah. up a cat here, there, whatever, whatever. Um, but I don't think that specific thing of okay, I accidentally of my own not free will murdered my entire family. That's that's a whole different level of like you know what I mean. Yeah. Trauma. <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason I put him differently than than the others probably. Um, Cause my only thing is that this is the the I don't want to sympathize with Tomura, so I'm gonna put that out there first. Yeah. But the second thing is that the only reason I will never sympathize with him is because you, if this were gone, mm-hmm. you know, or somebody, if this was a true shonen hero. You wouldn't say I'm a villain because nobody saved me. You yeah. say I'm a hero because I would be the person that wasn't there to. Oh yeah, of course. Period. Done. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's why I don't like most shonen heroes. <laughs> the evil is still there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, and that's why I felt like they were still going, and I forget her name, I'm gonna keep forgetting her name, because I want to keep calling her Ochako, and that's her, not her name. That's funny. But the blood girl, like, it's a little bit, I feel like they're hanging it a little bit on the same thing of, like, this person is just evil. Because, uh, Mm -hmm. that's what that itch is about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so we might be interpreting that differently then, because I got the Tomura itch. I get it as just a th- a coping mechanism that he developed. Like because he has all these bottled up emotions that he's not allowed he's literally beaten when he tries to let his emotions out, you know what I mean? So I think yeah. I I take that as just a manifestation of bottled up yeah, emotions. But the, I don't the take emotion, that as the emotion that he wants to let out is not frustration, it's revenge. But I don't think it was always revenge. I think it's revenge now. I think it's been animosity and frustration up until the point where he killed everybody. Then I think it it flipped and I think it snapped and twisted into something way way darker. You know what I mean? I mean that that's very likely. That's yeah. very likely. But I think my brain just wants to go with that. It it's a killer itch because yeah. and it it's an itch because it's against your internal morality. Yeah. Like your body physically doesn't want to harm another human you're just evil so (laughs) (laughs) yeah see i don't think he's just evil evil things i I really don't think and we were talking about this a couple episodes ago remember we were arguing about whether i was saying tomura does care about his friends you were saying you think people are he looks at uh the league of villains members a lot of them is just tools or whatever but in that episode because i uh one of the episodes i had to rewatch because i had forgotten some of it he specifically Mm -hmm. says i hate people who toy with others hearts and emotions he says mm-hmm. that about his league of Vill- about uh twice 
and why he's saving him, why he's saving his friend or why he's helping save his friend. Cause he's basically like, yo, I can't stand people who toy with others emotions. And I'm like, that's not an evil thing to say. Like that's like an honest, like that's the same as Deku. That's the same as, you know what I mean? He's just, his, his methods are just way more dark and destructive. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't, I do double down on that, that I think Tomura does care about the people that are close to him even though he rules kind of with like an iron fist, I don't think he would ever just turn on his League of Villains brothers. And I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to restudy that context. Yeah. But more recently, that other thing he said about Twice stands out to me more about Which the one? thing he said about how Twice feels about Giren mm-hmm. and why he couldn't get. To, he was like, I can't depend on him because of his feelings for Giren. Right. Um, but anyway. I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I don't disagree with what you're saying. Um, but part of me to not uh, immediately put regular flaws on that villain, like to mm-hmm. not immediately like lose respect for him, mm-hmm. I have to believe that there's some just good old regular evil in there. Mm-hmm. Wait, why do you lose respect for villains that are... Because I told you, I hate unpure villains. I hate villains that, like, I hate the nature versus nurture argument. Mm-hmm. And I would really like to pose that to any audience that's still left here, that's yeah. still a fan of my hero. You know, is Tomora by nature evil or by nurture evil? Because I, villains that, uh, villains that are evil by nurturing, you get Vegetas. They can be turned. I don't want any more Vegetas. I want Jokers. Yeah. But I think, no, okay, I think there's a difference in, I think you're putting all villains of that category into the Vegeta mold, but I think there's a difference in, because what I like is villains who, whether good or evil, they're just solid in what their goal is. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they believe that they're correct no matter what. So Vegeta could be turned because he was never solid in his original goal of working for Frieza, whatever he was doing back then you know what i mean (laughs) um but tomura he is so solid in his view of how the world is supposed to be it doesn't matter if it's nature or natural he wasn't until now until now well i wouldn't even say that's the thing it's like he's had three and three specific moments of enlightenment that (laughs) i can i can immediately think of so that's why i'm just like uh, i don't like wishy-washy villains because i feel like the I guess I feel like the story's already set in the favor of the hero always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the villain has to be a little bit over the top for me to care because it yeah. has to feel a little bit impossible. It no, has I'm with to you. feel and I feel like all for all for one has that like this man has no longer has a face and yeah. you're still having a problem killing him. Like he doesn't he imposes evil in a way that i feel like you're supposed to whereas tomura is like the birth like we're seeing the birth and growth of evil right yeah but i don't want to see how the sausage is made because i feel like that's the easy it's like then i'm gonna sit there going like this is how you undo this person when in reality i should be wanting to see how the hero defeats this ultimate evil, you know, right, right. defeats this challenge. So let me ask you, do you think Thanos was a bad villain then? Because Thanos, Thanos... was a terrible villain because really? he was way too easy 
sympathize with. Yes! What he, what the he best was doing just made logical sense. Exactly. That's the best villain. That's the worst villain because what? then you're just going, like, then you're almost rooting against your heroes. Yeah. Which makes the whole movie feel like agony. Because oh, you're like, what? guys, just oh, think about it for a second. Dang, we look at this so because like I'm with my hero. With my hero, I don't want to just root for. Like I think that's boring when you just root for the hero. Like, like I, I want, love. I want to second guess I the love, hero. I love Cell. Cell was so perfect in <laughs> literally evil perfect Cell. because he was just evil. Yes, and he he was like, I am made of all of you, and I will use every likeness and thing about you to defeat you. Yeah. <laughs> like. And he's the first example that's coming to mind. my mind. I'm trying to think of others, but it's like there's so many villains that we're made to sympathize with that I don't necessarily think of them as villains anymore. Because yeah. I'm like, I get why he's doing what he's doing. I get it. Yeah. See, to me. And I hate that for a story. I hate that for entertainment. When you're when I'm actively supposed to be rooting for a, a specific side, especially when it's like the hero side, like you can't have me then sympathize with the villain. It's oh, dumb. That's what I want. It creates an internal conundrum that yeah. I'm not here for. That's what I you want. You might be here that's for that. I'm not here for that. Conundrum. I want to doubt the hero. I don't want it to just be oh, because that's the, my problem with Superman. It's just oh, he's always well, no, good in two shoes. I get confused because then I'm like, who did you write the story? Who did you actually want to write the story about? Then? It's gray. It's did black Did you and actually want to write about? It's not. Great. It's a character story. You know what I mean. My hero is a character. Game story. of Thrones. Game of Thrones is the best example of gray characters. Uh, because there's only a few characters in Game of Thrones where you can point at them and go, "That person is purely a bad person." Yeah, it's like the Lannisters. Everybody else is just like, "I just want to protect my family and be on on top of my shit." <laughs> That's it. Yeah, but I don't think. And then it's like you side with <laughs> i don't the only reason i disagree with that example is because that world is not focused on good or evil it's just focused on this is just a world we all live in and things are mm -hmm. not like things are kind of pretty bad in this world for everybody so there really is no good or evil we're all just kind of fighting for the same honestly right. we're all evil because we're trying to be the king of something well you say that you say goals, that you know but I mean? you say that but that that also Game of Thrones could be argued as showing like this is what happens when you try to act as if the world is good or bad. Because right, you yeah. had somebody being honorable and that just got him killed. Yeah. <laughs> and you would think in most cases that's how you want people to be. Yeah, and I think that. But and anyway, I think, I think my hero does a amazing job at that because it's like this is the world. There's not necessarily this. Oh, this person is because this person is posed as the good guy. They're just always right in everything they do. They can't. They're good. They're good. They're good. like, no, I want them to be wrong, too. I want them to have wrong views. I want the villains to have reasonable views. Sometimes I want it to be I want it to be more gray. I think like I don't want it to be so easy that I can just tell. Well, oh, this I'm is not, who I'm supposed no, to. No, no, for. I don't you know think I, mean? I don't think that makes it easy by any means. Right. Because it, Tomura is not the only evil character. Right. And I think having a league or a group that to, to quote-unquote root for uh, gives you that gray space, right? Yeah. Because you, they're, inter they're steady showing us characters and, like, like I'm, not, I'm never going to not sympathize for twice. He's yeah, a little yeah, yeah. bit dumb, but, like, <laughs> what he's gone through is a lot of shit. He's got a good heart. Um, I'm still going to, like, my spinners about, my, my spinners, my feelings about Spinner has not, have not changed. Mm -hmm. I still feel like he's the most rational 
have everybody in this group and he's trying to just so, yeah. get out of this alive yeah um but he does feel some loyalty to this group yeah. all i'm saying is that the way that they came up on tomorrow this week this succession mm. thing that was happening yeah i can only fully go into that and stay hype about that if i don't go the route of like i cannot sympathize with you because yeah. your grandmother was a hero and your dad didn't take that so well okay i can't because yeah. that all i'm saying to you is that like that simple argument of like he took the dark path versus saying i will be the hero that was not there for me that's a whole nother shonen premise right there you yeah, know yeah 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 so that's why i say like i could clearly see the light path in this and it makes sense to me mm. so you're literally just flipping the dark switch because this character is the dark yeah you know he's supposed to be dark so that's all i say is that that's a very dangerous trope to hit of my life sucked because of a hero so now this is why i hate heroes yeah i've seen that before yeah we've seen that before we definitely have we definitely have like justice league is literally about to put out the injustice storyline as a as an animated movie and we're literally about to see this again do it again so that's why i'm like (laughs) this is a dangerous thing to play with when we've seen this a hundred times so you've got to really make sense of it you really got to make it matter because it's like a lot of things get recycled right like you're saying a lot of tropes and stuff get recycled but to yeah. me, I'm like, what I'm looking for is who's going to use the recycled trope the most creative or who's going to present it to me in a way where I'm like, wow, that hits. I think that's what I'm yeah. looking for, because I know tropes are always going to be recycled. You know what I mean, this isn't going to be the last time we see the uh, abusive family turns a dude into a villain, but it's just how they showed it on. It was their choice in letting us see the chunks of his family. You know, what I mean, it's like the way they yeah. delivered it. It's just like wow, I felt that so much more than if they were just like, oh, he had a bad childhood and now he's like that. You know what I mean? If they, if they didn't present yeah. it in a way that was as uh, intense, I guess, or as like... Well, see, and I think the problem is too is that I have a little more respect for the situation you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. I have a little more respect for just, I'm a, I'm a shit kid yeah. who got picked up by this dude yeah. And I half-assed it at being a villain before, but then some shit happened to me, and then I really, now I'm really trying, mm-hmm. and now I've broken some enlightenment. I've broken some benchmark um, me, of my own journey of this evil. Let me ask you this, because of what you're saying about Tomura and how you feel about him makes me wonder how you feel, one, how do you feel about Deku overall as a hero? And do you feel that Tomura is a better villain than Deku is a hero? I want to ask you that. Uh, no. No. Tomura is a part. Tomura is a shittier villain than Deku is a hero. Explain. Um. One, like, I don't worse think at that being a villain than Deku is at being a protagonist. Yeah. One, I don't think that Tomura. One, Tomura didn't care about being a villain until, like this most recently this last arc or arc and a half right. mm. uh deku has been studying at being a hero even before he thought he had the chance at mm-hmm. so he was studying heroes before he even had the thought of being to get a quirk because he never thought he was going to get one and then mm. he got a chance and now he's getting the act one. yeah uh that being said 
we're looking at Tomura, someone who's never tried to push his limits, actually try pushing his limits for the first time, versus someone who did nothing but blow past his limits to the point where he was told, hey, you need to set some limits for yourself. Right, right. <laughs> and stop. Blowing your, your limbs out and destroying your body, trying to harvest this power that you cannot yet control. Yeah. So it's a little bit different, right? Where yeah. I feel like being told to go all out is a little bit easier than being told to restrain yourself in a very specific Yeah. So I feel like Deku's had a little bit of a harder path than Tomura. Um, Who do you think is the more because- interesting? Oh, sorry, finisher. Uh, no, I was just gonna say I think being evil is being is easier than being a hero in general. Yeah, I would think so. Um, who do you think is the more interesting character, though? I guess is more what I'm trying to. Hmm. Like, cause, cause at this point in my mind, Deku and Tomura are the mirrors, right? That Deku yeah. is the here on the hero side, what Tomura is on the villain side, and they're setting this up as all for one on one side, one for all on the other. And my whole point, that does, yeah. my whole thing, my whole argument here, whole point here is that Tomura's villainy and his story and his backstory and all of that is now at this point more interesting than Deku's kind of bland version of hero-ness. Um, I would say yes, but I would say that's only the effect of the last two seasons where Deku is not in the highlight. Like if we go back to when, when Deku's growth was the highlight of the show and us learning about his internal motive was the highlight of the show i think you would have a little bit more to compare but right now it's like deku has become the uh the the like worried mother of a threesome (laughs) that we've been like for the last whole most of this arc we've been being like introduced to this threesome Mm -hmm. that's working together right and so we're seeing deku's identity in in this in this new power group of friends he's right so to speak for lack of a better term his new squad right right um so instead of it's like i think of it as like the naruto thing like instead of seeing sakura as sakura we're seeing sakura as the whiny third bitch of squad seven (laughs) yeah you know what i mean yeah exactly (laughs) so like deku is just like the the guy who cries and like has weird outbursts because nobody knows what the fuck quirks are hidden inside of him like that's all he is right now yeah exactly he exactly. hasn't had really any growth outside of that. Yeah, and that's um, kind of, that's kind of my point though. It's like Deku always yeah. felt like just a character who's there to to be contrast to all the other weird quirks cuz Deku's quirk isn't I mean now that he's getting the ropes and stuff like that his quirks kind of getting more interesting, but up until now it's just been super strength, right? Yeah. And it it his quirk being the main strongest one is has kind of been like it's contrast to make the other actual quirky quirks of all his friends stand out more. But Tomura, on the other side, he himself has the weird quirky quirk. And he himself has the weird quirky upbringing. And you know what I mean? Deku's just like the guy who, uh, the guy who we, everyone thought was powerless. Um, same story as Asta, same story as Naruto. You know what I mean? The guy who everybody mm-hmm. doubted, oh, you'll never be anything because you can't, because it's impossible. You can't do it. You don't have the power. And it's about mm-hmm. him overcoming that, right? And I think, I just think it's interesting the, the two sides of it with my hero is like, at some point, Tomura is going to be required to be a good villain in order to make Deku's hero-ness stand out more, 
This is this feels a little bit like this feels a little bit like Steve Rogers, Tony Stark, right? Mm, yeah. Steve Steve had all the makings of a hero, but never had the capabilities. One day got the capabilities, and so right. basically became the hero that everyone already saw. Mm-hmm. You know, he could be if he had mm-hmm. it. Tony had all of this shit thrust upon him and never asked for any of it. Yeah. And, you know, just just so happened to, like, have the capability to rise to the challenge if he felt like caring hard enough. Right. Right? Right. So it's, I just find them really hard to compare because one, it has it thrust upon him unwillingly, yeah. and the other is kind of like, I've wanted this, and now you're just going to see everything I could be. Mm-hmm. I could have yeah. been. Yeah. So interesting definitely is I, but, love where yeah. it's going, I find them hard to compare yeah i just miss like i miss uh when we do things from a group perspective i do miss the individual highlights and one mm. thing i do want to point out on mm. that same note is that you know i find it suspicious that we've we kind of built our way up through these singlet episodes and we have not said a word about dobby and I'm gonna keep bringing it up until someone one more episode less says or responds. Season finale is because I find week. that hella strange. It's weird. He's just and Dobby's always he's always been the villain that's just kind of casually in the background. You know what I'm saying? To, yeah, it's like with his hands in his pockets. Yeah, he's chilling. Like, uh, so I, it's. Uh, some weirdness going on there. We'll see what happens in this one episode. Right, special, special honorable shout out to Geten because you're the coolest character I never expected to want to see more of and yeah. about. Yeah. That's the snow guy for anyone yeah, yeah, who doesn't yeah. know who we're talking about. How you like that little fling maneuver he did this episode? He like, what was that? He like, he was, so he was getting away from Dobby to go help Redestro or whatever, and he like uh-huh. makes an ice pillar under his feet. And the ice pillar like bends and like flings him. Like a... <laughs> the things that he thinks, the things that he thinks to do with ice, it's so weird. Are cool. <laughs> yeah, he's such a different, like unexpected. I'm trying to think who recently there was another character like that where I was just like, I didn't expect to freaking love this character, like and I this. love this character. I like his design too. Uh-oh. Like he looks like an Eskimo. You don't see his face. Yeah, though. It's just the, dark. I'm telling you, man. It's no, like scary, scary ice climber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's cosplay of this cosplay of the year. Yeah. Um, um so yeah, I think that's the fat my hero discussion oh, there for you. Hold on, sorry, we almost forgot the very last part it ends with yeah. um Tomura being the leader of both the League of Vill- a combination of the League of Villains <laughs> and the meta liberation. Which is called Paranormal Paranormal Liberation Liberation Met Paran- group yeah something, something like that paranormal paranormal liberation front or something <laughs> they lost me on the paranormal part i, I was like what's, what's paranormal <laughs> i guess technically it is not normal right that's all paranormal means but there's no ghosts <laughs> like what's the para no mean <laughs> i don't know i don't, I don't know what para. i thought it just means unnormal and we just use it, it should have been like this. the extraordinary league of a villain gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> the extraordinary league of meta users Metability yeah. users, um, but yeah. So Tomura, super ultra instinct Tomura now has an army at his evil disposal. <laughs> ultra instinct Tomura. Yeah, his hair turned super white. It went from gray to no, super at, white. At at best, at best, I would say he's Super Saiyan three right now. 
Let's not give him. He has an oh, ultra ascending. No, yet. I was just going for hair. I was just going based, strictly based off hair color. Just hair color. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, okay. his hair I went from you. gray to like crystal white. Yeah, yeah, no. To white. Yeah. I don't know. What's up with hair changes like randomly unexplained in anime? Why, why does that happen? So, did Dragon Ball Z start that? Uh, no. Uh, well, hair color changing based on stress is like a thing that actually happens. Um, and then two, like, remember what happened that to Rogue in X-Men? Yeah. Yeah, he, he was so stressed out, his hair turned white. It <laughs> just whoosh, all white at once. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen like that, but yeah. Yeah. And it always and symbolizes anime, it some growth into, like, your next level. That has to be Dragon Ball, yeah, you're dangerous Ball, right? now. You can't tell me Dragon Ball didn't start that. Hair changing, signifying Well, it didn't change increase. white. It would just change to different colors. <laughs> yeah, just hair as a signal of of now you're stronger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, his hair is different, so he must be stronger. Like it levitated. His hair levitated. Yeah. It went upward. What, what's his face? Um, eraser head. He's an example too. Why is his hair up in the air whenever his power is active? What's that about? That's so weird. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> what's up with that? It's funny. That, why does that tape work i don't talk to me about that freaking tape so apparently i don't know if you uh remember this but they said that tape is like microfiber metal it's like it's almost well, like um vibranium because <laughs> like, well, yeah when he was it it wasn't with um the the dude you can pass through it wasn't mirion it was when he was training the uh shinzo right yeah 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 exactly um and i read about it and there's no there's no actual power behind the thing it's like they're actually no. just throwing it very accurately that's what i'm saying like <laughs> that shouldn't work like that it shouldn't at all in anime you know when you train enough you can defy physics that's just how it works you don't watch, Baki. watch. you don't watch baki yeah, I watch Baki. I love Baki. <laughs> There's a lot of physic physics defying things in there. Just just from training. Pure physical training. There's a lot of logic defying things yeah. in Baki. <laughs> they use logic somehow to defy logic. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Alright, guys. That well, for those of you that stuck around, uh, uh, we hope you enjoy it. We hope you got as he did about are my debate as I did? No, yeah. Um, I get, I don't know, man. I'm I'm a villain purist. I guess I've watched too much stuff where, like, the villain is easily like tricked at the yeah. end, and it always makes me mad because I'm like, we just went through the whole get set up for you to. <sighs> what about though so... when they're tricked? What about when they're tricked and then they like, but it's like their dying breath. Like they just fought the final battle with the hero, and then right as they're like laying on the ground in defeat, they're like, I finally see the error of my ways. And then they their eyes like fade out. Well, How do you feel I, I about felt that? Like, that's like I felt like Redestro laid down like a little too flat. <laughs> he just <laughs> at the he end was, of his fight. He was straight up shook once Tomura started destroying the whole city. He was like, well, Oh no, 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 I gotta go. He, <laughs> no, that that switch flipped when he was like, He is free from the burdens of his blood. It's yeah. about freedom. <laughs> it's liberation. Yeah. He is the true free he one. And you're like, me. all right. <laughs> all right redestro take a breath redestro is a nutcase um, so yeah it's like he went redestro went like fully into like um oh he truly is the the uh like messiah of my father yeah. like he has the real ideology and you're like okay that's when he stopped stressing and his powers <laughs> all just disappeared 
Yeah. He wasn't stressed anymore. So, so he was like, he is the face of a man unburdened by his blood. Yeah. He You're like, in, what is that? He fell in that? love. <laughs> Redestro fell in so, love. So, yeah. So then, yeah, Redestro becomes like his bitch in like a he floating has no wheelchair. Legs either. Yeah. After that. Which is wild. I wasn't expecting that. So, yeah. Yeah, we got this, this double group in. Yeah, let us know how you feel. How do you feel going into this last episode? Of this season, Dick, you're about to have it. to start dirting a bunch of civilian villains. <laughs> Deku's not gonna know what to do when every person becomes a becomes a, a secret villain. <laughs> Just normal people. Deku's gonna be sweating watching little kids. Bakugo's gonna be ain't gonna have no problem. <laughs> I think Bakugo's gonna be like, I I placed a drop of sweat underneath every child's shoe in this playground. <laughs> I'm if ready. anyone pops off, <laughs> anyone. <laughs> oh man! Uh, all right, all right, guys. I'm I'm tired yeah. and I don't feel so good no more. So we will see you next week. Look, yeah. Uh, what yeah. What are you doing next week, Tiz? Till next week. Um. Oh, a couple of games. <laughs> I really yeah. want to play um that game Rise or no, sorry, Tales of Arise. That game looks really dope. I want to play that. Um. And I just bought um, Ghost of Tsushima finally, so I'm, oh, I'm, nice. I'm gonna play that um, as well. I wanna see what's up with that. Yeah, so that's what I'm be doing. So yeah, I'll be playing those other games I told you guys about. For sure, for sure. So until then, you know where to find us. You can email us siblingrivalryclash at gmail dot. You can tweet at us at srclash underscore. And don't forget whether wherever you listen, whether it be iTunes, by Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Castbox. Don't forget to rate us. Give us the sweet, sweet feedback we need to live. Do it. And, uh, yeah, until then, uh, let all that crap we talked about soak in. Yeah. That's your feedback. Argue with me in the emails or the Twitter if you want to, um, argue more about villain versus hero discussion. I'm always down. (laughs) I like clear lines of who is good and bad. (laughs) I do. I I think I just always secretly want to root for the villain. So that when a villain comes through that I can, I'm like, yes. Well, that's why I like, like, yeah, let's just have a full on villain show or like, um, I wonder if they'll ever um, do that. Or like Future Diary, where at the end you find out you've been rooting for the villain all along. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. I love twists like that. Or Death Note. Yeah, it's awesome. Where you know you're rooting for the villain all along and you're still rooting for him. Oh, oh, Death Note, you're like. <laughs> Please let him win and create a perfect world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. L, like, I like you too, like, but uh, you gotta, you gotta go. <laughs> like every gotta... time Light does almost gets L's name, you're like, God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like more shows like that, See? I, I would appreciate compelling more villainy. Exists. And Light, Light was determined. He was so set, good. passionate about his goal. Unwavering. He is Thanos. I'm telling you. The ultimate villain. Yo, Thanos could have just snapped inside of a chip bag. Would he have just... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? I'm seeing... <laughs> I'm seeing it. Thanos had, like, you know, been a little quieter, got the glove, and then just, like, pretending like he was eating chips and put his hand oh, inside yeah, yeah, the yeah, chip just... bag and snapped. <laughs> like, Nobody like... would know he snapped. <laughs> Nobody would know. He was too Nobody extravagant had... with it. They were watching him. If him and Light teamed up, oh, man. 
He's just got the uh, gauntlet inside the chip bag. Everybody's like, he's been eating them chips for like two weeks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't get it. Yeah, first, if Thanos and Light combine forces, <laughs> it'd be over. Because <laughs> oh, that was the one flaw in Thanos' plan is he was doing it indiscriminately. But if he just snapped away all the criminals like Light wanted, it'd be good. Yeah. It'd be good. That's all right. It. Well, we just found the title of this week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanos and Light, if Thanos and Light teamed up. Uh, the, the world would never know. It wouldn't. You know, no one hit him. Until half the, half but, the criminals were gone. Alright guys, you can quickly tell him I'm sick. <laughs> we'll see you guys next. Alright y'all, peace out. Bye.